Christo Fufas on Talk Radio. Um, I am friends, though, with... No, don't push it, buddy. ...someone who's coming well, up. We were at Sandringham House with Bojo. Oh, Come I on. loved it. It was such a great night, wasn't it? No, it. So it, was, it was a great good. night. It was really, really great. It was where he decided that he was going to not actually bother um, opposing the third oh, runway. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I need to check with my Zionist paymasters what I'm allowed to say tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Don't say that. Twitter <laughs> will explode. We had uh, we, we had someone on. I can't remember how he got onto it, but his point, his point was leading somewhere. Oh, he was talking about paedophiles and then he was talking about you know how donald trump was was horrible sexually and 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 then and i was going well i can't disagree with anything you're saying and then he went of course it's all because of the zionists (laughs) i went well i can start disagreeing (laughs) with you now (laughs) (laughs) or it's those that are saying god i just think this anti-semitism is completely made up those zionists (laughs) yeah 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 the 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 jewish is the jewish-led media that's just oh my god i've had Um, so many you know here's the thing both parties are are, are plagued with dishonesty uh, dishonesty and accusations of of racism and in different forms um what a time hey what a time if if you kind of highlight one everyone goes ah 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 but what about you're not mentioning the other side and if you mention the other side they go oh whoa 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 well you're not mentioning those guys oh, it's crazy now um what, will what? you be talking about that no uh no it's friday night i've just watched a really horrible video oh yeah there's a man putting maggots on his um oh yeah was it i'm a celebrity i mean that's no, a new challenge it was, isn't it? it was a channel four program <laughs> oh it just popped up you watch this you might like this yeah and i didn't like it it's really sure upsetting. it wasn't the election debate <laughs> it, could, it could have been it could have been 52 percent one way 48 percent the other who knows those figures are reminiscent oh i don't know christo it's friday night next week i'm only doing four nights the week mm. after i'm doing four nights the week after that i'm off for two weeks well, like your labor four I'm, day week i'm kind of in um Half term mode. Oh, so right. just we're just fanny about a bit well, tonight. If you haven't done all of your Christmas shopping, by the way, um, that can be sold at a stroke because our sister station Talk Sport, twenty years of Talk Sport. That's a book that's a must-have stocking filler available in all good high school bookshops. It's a great book. Shops. It's a great book, but it's funny that a station that's presented by people who can't read have got a book out. There's the irony. But it's a great book. Go and buy it, guys. Right, I think we'll end it there while we're still on air. Uh, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> I'm going to be back uh, next weekend. I'm not here tomorrow morning andre walker is in for me instead (laughs) ian i don't know what there was it was a cough i think that was uh but don't go anywhere ian lee is coming up next with the lovely calf all here on talk radio the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk
guys. Last show of the week. Here we go. Rush. My boy asked me one of the greatest questions a boy could ask a father today. He said, Daddy, how low? Whoa, 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 what's going on here? How does this sound echoey to you? Um, well, who cares? No. Who, who cares? My boy said to me, Daddy, how low can you make your voice go? And so we played the game. It's not bad. You know, um, no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the best, um, let's, okay, let's find, here we go. But we could do tonight, it, it's the half term fever, who cares? Uh, so let's find the lowest voices, um, in pop music. 0344 499 1000. We're going to start off with this. We're going to start off with this. Here we go. Here we go. Um, who would that be? It's not Elvis. Is that J.D. Sumner? Is that his backing singer? There we go. Here we go. Because this thing, you think, I can do the first one. Way on down. Way on down. Can anyone, is there any example of a lower voice in pop? In the end of way on down. The elephants have started to migrate <laughs> because of the vibrations. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. No real structure this evening. Late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. I stole some strawberries and I'm a celebrity uh, two years ago. Um, Catherine is you. Yeah, I'm not that bothered about uh, strawberries. Loads of people. Here, here's the thing, guys. Loads. I'm getting loads of people tweeting me and things going. Um, Ian. Um, uh, the strawberry thing again. Someone stolen some food in. I'm a celebrity. I did it. I did it first. I did it two years ago. I've not really looked into it, but I believe it wasn't one of the contestants that stole the food. It was Kiosk Keith or Kiosk Kevin. Kiosk Keith had to go for being a groper. Kiosk Kevin. So that doesn't, so, 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 get, excuse me. The thing I did two years ago, the producers have copied two years later. That's exactly what's happened, guys. They copied me because they knew it was good TV. Two years later, people still come up to go, them strawberries, eh? And I go, yes! Them strawberries. You can give us a call about anything. I tell you what, tonight, it's Friday, December the 6th, right? Ten minutes, ten, seven minutes past ten. Let's forget the, um, prime ministerial debate that happened. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Let's forget that. Let's forget, let's forget, let's not talk politics tonight. Let's not talk politics. Let's not, we managed last night, two hours and 52 minutes of no political chat. And then someone tried to phone up with political history. The most boring kind of politics. Historical politics. Um, 0344-499-1000. So call in about anything, anything apart from the leaders, the election, and then, then, then. Who cares, man? I'm done. Gosh. I'm done with it, bullshit, man. Um, so you can call in about anything. Can we find a lower voice in pop 
then um, uh, that uh, way on down by Elvis. Of course, we go we go the opposite, the highest. Uh, it's got to be the one I think of is the one that you managed to pull off last Mini week. Ripperton. Go on. <laughs> oh, is, is there anything higher than uh, a Mini Ripperton? Um, let's just celebrate music. Music's great, huh? Isn't music great? I tell you who I've been getting into since um, like the last couple of days. Barry Manlow's Frickin' awesome, isn't he? Where do we stand on the word frickin'? I tell my daughters off for saying it. Okay, because my boys have started watching another YouTuber whose catchphrase is frickin'. Yeah. Do you know what that would be, Sam? And he sells merch that's got that word on it. And I watched it and I thought, that's, I mean, yes, okay, if we were to go to court, I could not prove that's a swear word. But, but, but it, it, makes me, it makes me very uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable, yeah. that word. Um, but anyway, so they say it, who cares? Um, but my God, my God, Miss Jones, Barry Manilow, right? And there's no ironic tongue-in-cheek wink to the camera. There's nothing. He's flipping brilliant. And I used to love him when I was a teenager and then kind of forgot about him. And then we've been talking about him the last couple of shows. And if you were listening last night, I booked some tickets live on air to go and see Barry Manilow at the O2 Arena next year, 2020. That's because you discovered I'm also a fan of love. Well, but you, you're not that familiar. You're not um, as manilia with him as I am. No. And so I bought um, this double CD. You're into the deep cuts. No, no, I'm into like the hits and some of the misses. But I... Um, I bought a double CD that I had as a teenager on double cassette. I got it from the library and taped it. And, oh, in the car, my, my God, Miss Jones, it was, it, it's just, it's, he's incredible. He's incredible. And also, I tweeted earlier on, effing hell, Barry Manilow is so, so good. And then someone replied, well, not really my cup of tea, Ian, but then I suppose the world would be a boring place if we all like the same stuff. Okay, have that thought and don't tweet it. Why would you say that? Why would you say if, that? If that's the sentiment, why are you tweeting about it? Why would you say that? <laughs> Just go, oh, he's, 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 he's on to another phase that will last a couple of weeks and then he'll move on to something else. Just what did, why would you Here's here's my so Barry Manilow is awesome. I want to talk Manilow. All night. I've ordered a book about him. I want to. I just just I want a Fanilo. I want a Bumilo. Oh, here's the thing. Speaking of that, so we know that Barry Manilow's gay mm -hmm. now, right? And he got married only very recently. Came out, didn't he? And, and even then, he's he's done it very very quietly, yeah. privately. Good for him. He got married to a gentleman. I think maybe three, four, five years. His ago. manager was it? Mm -hmm. Okay, well that will. I would actually have questions about that because that means his manager is taking 15%, but also would then, if they got divorced, would get 50%. That's 65%. Mm -hmm. He, his husband owns 65% of him. That doesn't sound right. That's not good business sense. Um, but it, it's one of those people. When you found out he got married to a guy, we kind of went, uh, "Ah, right, that, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah." He was married to a woman. I read his autobiography many years ago that I think ended in about 1985. And he married um, a woman. He used to. He got famous. Was it um, Melissa? In could it be magic? Spirits move me. Instead of singing "You're My Lifeline," it says "Sweet Melissa." Oh yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. I think and it, it doesn't really have. fit. So I'm wondering who this mystery woman I is. I think it was. I think it might have been. Um, Do you know he's married to Gary? I wonder if he took his name, Gary and Barry Manilow. I'm not going to make any jokes because they've got quite a few quite a few forming around there about Gary and all of that. I ain't going there. I ain't going there. Um, but 
He got, you know how he got where he learnt his chops? Tim Penali? Who was, who was Barry Manilow the pianist for when she was just starting to make it in show business? Streisand? No. Mm. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Meatloaf? Uh, Bette Midler. Oh, Bette Midler. He was Bette Midler's penis. And they, when she, before she got famous, they would play, they had a residency. This yeah. is all true. Because I know stuff. I'm here to educate you. They, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. They learnt their chops. They had a residency at a bathhouse. Oh. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Bette Midler, Barry Manilow at a gay bathhouse. And he, I've, I've got to get that, um, dear cat, dear father Catherine Christmas, please for Christmas, could you buy me Barry Manilow's autobiography that ends in about 1985? I saw it on Amazon earlier on. I ended up buying a more recent biography. Thank you. Or should I just order it? Let's see what, if you've been a good boy or not. Well, well if you're not going to get it, I'll just order it. This is it. not how Christmas works. Well, if you're not Wait and see. But if you're Wait not, and see. I'll just order it. Wait and see. Um, he writes really openly about performing in this gay bath, like a sauna, mm -hmm. really, um, and saying that everyone was having it off in front of him, and you know he'd go home to his wife, and uh, the the book of ends, two years, and then the marriage is annulled. Well, the book the, the book ends um, in about 1983 or something with him. His wife left him, gets a huge tax bill that day. He's got $5,000 in the bank. I don't know what happened after that. I can't tell you, but, but, but that's where the book begins. But, um, if, if, it's a great book and it talks about smoking weed and about how for a New Year's Eve show, him and Bette Midler taped joints in the th under the seats of all the theatre, of this theatre. So, the, on the strike of midnight, Bette could go, and look under your seats, there's something for you. Gosh, that's where Oprah got her idea from. Yeah. Says was car keys. Yeah, we go, exactly. Um, but here's the thing about Barry Manilow, right? Now we know that he is gay, and, and congratulations, and I, I wonder what that's like, you know, getting to the age of, what is he, 70-odd? Anyway, um, if you listen to his, all of his hits, every single one works as though he's singing to a man. Because there's a real hint of, like, remorse in there about having to keep stuff. Let's go, let's, let's do one. Let's do one. Let's just let's just let's just go through it. Um, let's do the obvious one. Let's do the obvious one. Hang on a minute. Um, and I'm not doing I'm not doing this for um, Scheiße und Giggles. Uh, I'm doing it because I was listening on the way in. I thought, well, this makes absolute perfect sense. Here we go. Here we I go. Some... Oh, it's an advert for um, face face masks. Here we go. Here we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here we go. Start with this one. You listen to the lyrics. It's all about you taught me stuff, and I, 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 you get to the bit and you you gave without taking. Wow! No, no, that's no, not no, about no, that. no, no! I don't mean it like that, Catherine. And change the name Mandy to Andy. There we go. I remember all my life raining down as cold as ice. Shadows of a man. Shadows of a man. Face in a window. Face through a window, crying in the night. He's crying in the night because he's ashamed. Just 
It's all about, a lot of his songs about being miserable and being on his own. Because he's not being who he wants to be, who he is. Looking in their eyes, I see a memory. I never Change it to Andy. How happy you made me, oh Andy. But what did you do, Barry? But I sent you sent you away. He sent Andy away because he was ashamed. Stop me from shaking. Because he was terrified of what he didn't want to accept that he was gay. It goes on, it goes on. All of them work on this level. He was scared of being gay. This next line works actually better than I thought. I mean, cheeky. Hang on. Yeah. Wasn't it originally called O Brandy? Yeah. Is he not singing about Dutch courage? But I sent you away, oh Andy. When you kiss me and stop. Imagine that though, you're a gay man, I'm assuming he's a young man and it's Andy's an older man, and Andy kisses him and stops him from shaking, saying, Barry, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I can't, my mum, mm. my fans, I can't. So, so what you're saying is, this is like... This Hang is on, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. And there, and yeah. there. So this is the precursor to George Michael's father figure. Yeah, totally. I don't know, what's that about? It's about is having it? an older man showing the ropes. And I'm not making light of this. I genuinely was listening to every song on this double CD. It's called Barry Manilow, The Songs, 1975 to 1990. I've ordered you a copy. Everyone go out and buy it. You gave without taking. I mean, that says it all as well, doesn't it? You came and you gave without taking. That's just the way it worked out. But every single song works as a gay man or a man who's confused or unsure or ashamed of his sexuality mm. saying to someone ah i screwed up and i want to be with you but i can't be with you and i just don't know what to do and and it's i, I, I i'm really sorry i'm really sorry i'm gay I, I, I can't say i'm gay it all works. You listen to it on the way home and you'll see. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative. The only show, the only phone-in show in the country, anywhere in the world, that is deconstructing Barry Manilow, Barry Manilow lyrics and looking for homoerotic imagery. This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Why is everyone pointing out that Barry Manilow didn't write, Mandy? I, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Catherine, what was I, what was I, um, telling you earlier Just on? Just saying that his songs that have been selected seem to work on yeah. both levels. Yeah, he, he didn't write, he wrote hardly any of the songs. Wrote very, very few of the lyrics. He, I think he wrote the music to some of them. I think he might have done a few lyrics to some, but he was mainly, uh, he was a, he was a singer. He was a singer in the same way the that penis. Glenn, uh, his penis, in the same way that Glenn Campbell was a singer. 
the Barry Manilow is not Neil Diamond. He's not a singer-songwriter. He wrote the music for, um, a, a few of them. I think he wrote the music for Copacabana. I, I struggled to, 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 to name more. But he didn't really write the songs. He said, Especially he just, I didn't write that. That was Bruce Johnson and the Beach Boys. Barry was about the third or fourth person to record it, I think, as well. David Cassidy recorded it before him. Guys, what I'm trying to say is, don't, don't, edu don't try and educate me. I know this stuff. You won't be schooled. I know this stuff. You're, oh, it didn't, it didn't matter. Oh, I didn't matter. So, so what? So what? You know, you know, um, John Lennon didn't write Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. You know that, right? Yeah? You knew that, right? You know that, um, Paul McCartney, uh, didn't write, uh, A Day in the Life, apart from that little middle section that was a bit from another song that he couldn't finish. You know that, right? Oh, you didn't? I'm here to educate you. You're not here to educate me. Oh. I'm here yep. to educate you, SOBs. <laughs> So, I've got really bad wind. I'm so sorry. It just, it's absolutely rank. Um, so please, everybody who tweeted me to say, didn't like the song, that's you, Dave. Uh, that's you, Eddie. Um, just delete those tweets. Um, delete those tweets or delete your accounts. Either or. You've both been reported. To? Um, my mate Steve, who is a hard nut. Oh. Um, so just please don't. Please don't try and educate me. You can't teach me. I don't like that, Ian Lee. He's so arrogant. He's, I'm not arrogant. I'm right. I'm clever. I've read a book. It's humble. I've got five bookcases at home. Five bookcases. One of them doesn't have very many books in. But that means that four do. Yeah. Some have got games on. He's so arrogant, that Ian Lee. David Babcock is sending me low voices on Twitter. It's a phone-in show, David, not a tweeting show. He's so arrogant, that Ian Lee. I don't like him. I don't like... I'm not arrogant. I just know she is. I know it. <laughs> and it's not arrogant if you know it. <laughs> it's not. If you know it, it's not arrogant. This is what we've come to. Dumb down Britain. This is why... Yeah, we don't trust experts anymore. This is what, exactly. You've got, uh, you've got a, 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 an election which is being led by slogans and no scrutiny. That's where we've got to. They might be good enough for you, Catherine. It might be good enough for you, dear listener. It's not good enough for me. I know stuff. I know stuff. I know it. So, you saying it's arrogant, it's not knowledgeable. Be like me. Be the Ian Lee you want to be. Be like me. Not mm. like Gandhi. Gandhi was a pervert. Gandhi was a sexual... Here, let's get it out. Gandhi was a sexual deviant who monitored his 13-year-old daughter and um, monitored the sex that she had as she got older. And I think he, like, put her in a sex class. He ran, like, a sex class... And he enrolled his daughter in it. Oh, Kath's gone to Google it. No, no, but I remember, I remember him, um, having devotees lie with him. Yeah, yeah, I think he, I think he lay with his daughter. Yowza. Now, now, you're there going, what? That can't be right. Let's get the, let's get my phone. I'm going to Google it and we'll phone him up. We'll have him. Oh, he's right on that and all. He's right on that, isn't it? I know stuff. <laughs> it's, it's not a, I'm, I'm really sorry that we're in a position in this world where knowledge is f 
frowned upon. <laughs> what are you doing that for? Because <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Knowledge is frowned upon. <laughs> really? What? No. No. Not on this show, it's not. Knowledge should be looked up to and respected. Should be knelt before. Catherine. Cass, Cass thinks she's got me. No, I don't. I'm just reading about exactly what, what, what's been said. I'm holding back on what I'm saying about Gandhi because I... Oh, no, don't pull a face because I pronounced it properly. I'm just wondering if you can pronounce all the names now. Gandhi. From now on, say, you're going to be calling say, it Paris. Thank you. I was going to say, say Paris, and you just did it for me. Well, normally I say Paris. And if you're in France? Paris. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not. Gandhi. You're not. Newcastle. Yeah, but that's how I say it anyway. Yeah, because you want to suck up to those. No. Uh, uh, Go careful. Geordies. Geordies. Um, uh, how do you say that place in China that begins with a B? <laughs> yeah, I can hear your stomach. Be- stop- Beijing? It's a hard J. Beijing. Okay. It's Beijing. How do you pronounce You've done it in a Welsh accent. Gandhi. Gandhi. I believe actually had sex with his daughter. Oh no, come on. He's dead. Well, yeah, even so. Google it! What I've got Google here. Google it! What I've got here. In December 1935. Here we go. This is according to the BBC News uh, Indian correspondent. His name is Sutik Biswas. Sorry? <laughs> Was that hosted by Chris Tarrant? Don't. In December 1935, Margaret Sanger, the American birth control activist and sex educator, visited Indian independence hero Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi. And had an absorbing conversation with him. Yeah. Sanger was on an 18-city trip to India speaking with doctors and activists about she birth control. She was upset control. because it was meant to be an 1830 holiday, but she, was, she said it was an 18-city. <laughs> Talking about birth control and the liberation of women. Her fascinating exchange with Gandhi at his ashram in the western state of Maharashtra is part of a new biography, not new, this came out last year, of India's father of the nation by historian Ramachandra Guha. Drawing on never-before-seen sources from 60 different collections around the world, the book tells a dramatic story of the life of the world's most famous pacifist. Um, in his ashram, Gandhi's efficient secretary took copious notes of his meeting, right? I'll get to the meat and two veg. Both seem to be agreed that women should be insan- emancipated. He said insanitary. Stop breathing so hard. Well, can we just get ear. to the interesting point? I've got some great calls lined up. That a woman should be up. the arbiter of her own destiny, uh, destiny, but differences quickly arose between the two. Gandhi said women should resist their husbands while men should try to curb animal passion. He told his visitor that sex should only be for procreation. This is why the lying together thing. Okay. I mean, we finish at one and I've got four calls lined up. Gandhi had married at 13 and taken a vow of celibacy when he was 38 and the father of four children. In doing so, he'd been inspired by a Jane Seer. Be with you in a second, John. Who became celibate in his later life. (laughs) We'll do in a minute, James. In his autobiography. Stop, undermi- yes. Stop undermining me. Gandhi had written how... Uh, You're written, doing it now. How guilt... Gandhi. Ridden he, I didn't say Gandhi. Gandhi. Had written how guilt-ridden he was by the thought that he was having sex with his wife when his father passed away. Oh, uh, what? What, they're in the same room? No. He's having it off when the no. dad dies. Watching. No. But he had a stroke. What? No. Don't. At the end of the conversation... Very offensive, this what? conversation. 
He said he didn't mind voluntary sterilization in the case <sighs> of a man since he's the aggressor. Yes. And that instead of using contraceptives, couples could have sex during the safe period of the menstrual cycle. Um, okay. By the way, Jane, that's not your real name. Stop being a dick. Phone up. Because I block you on Twitter, and what I can do is at the start of each show, I can only block people for 24 hours from coming into the studio on Twitter. I block you, block you for 24 hours. She's now saying I'm, bi I'm bipolar. Okay, goodbye, goodbye. Person who doesn't use their real name. Where's the hang on? Where's the block button gone? There it is. Block. You block for 24 hours. No one will see your tweets here for 24 hours. Yeah, that's what that was about. Anyway. Thank you. So I was right, James. Yes. What would you like to learn about? Um, no, I just can't believe you're suddenly into Barimanglo. It's not a sudden thing. It's like a re-awakening of... I used to love him when I was about 15, 16, up to about 20. I, I loved him, right? And I forgot that I loved him. And just recently, I've, I've rediscovered him. He's incredible, isn't he? Hey, I've got the same double album you're talking about. What I've had album? it for years. What it is absolutely brilliant. It's perfect. It's, it's a real yeah. perfect double CD. It's not one false move on there. No, it's superb. Play it all the time. What's your favourite track on there? Weekend in New England. Um, now, oh, oh, that, and that was the one, James, we'll play that after 11 o'clock, that was the one that spawned my theory that the majority of the, all of the songs could be looked at as a man who is ashamed of his sexuality singing to another man. Yes, definitely. That was the one I went, oh, I wonder if this would apply to other things. That's a great song, isn't it? Yeah, it is. He's, have, have you seen him live? I watched him when he was on the, on the um, was it Tea in the Park or something? Okay, so you seen him on telly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know he was at the O2 next year, I might have to look for tickets Mate, for get that. some, get, treat yourself, get some tickets. Me and Kath are going to be there, O2, June the 20th, 2020, we're there, or maybe June the 4th, I don't know, but we're going to be there, and I would love, I would love to see you waving at me from the cheap seats, James, while we're down in the stores. And also, I'm going to come and see you next year when you do your little, uh, your rabbit hole tour, Manchester. Hey, nice one, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, James, well, I look forward to seeing you there. Alright, thanks a lot. Cheers. Thank you very much. There we go. Big, big news on the tour. Um, we're in London. A week tomorrow, London. Fifteen tickets left. Fifteen tickets left. They're gonna go. IanLee.com slash event. Those tickets are gonna go. Last show of the year. Last show in London for quite a long time. IanLee.com slash event. Only 15 tickets left. I'm hoping that before Christmas we'll be selling 2020 tour posters. That's what I'm hoping. 20, we're getting the posters printed up. Are gonna, big, big old posters. Me and Kath are gonna sign them in a silver sharpie. 20, 20 tour posters. Uh, IanLee.com is the place to go. Good evening, John. Hello, mate. All right? I'm all right, John. What have you got for us this evening? We spoke a few weeks ago about Barry Manilow, and I agree with you. A lot of his songs could have that connotation. Yep. Yeah. But, but that, I think a lot of love songs do, don't they? Ballads. It could be taken as either or. Mm. Or would you say no? Mm. Yeah, look, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. And also, um, no. everything's fine and we're having a good time is a very, very small amount of, um, no. topic, uh, subject no. matter for a song. No. I think it's got to have a little bit of conflict in it. No. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. No. Well, shall I come back in and tell you why you're both wrong? Oh, God. Go on then. 
because <laughs> I'm not saying, yeah, love, you could say love songs are quite often, you, you could change it from a, a bloke singing to a woman to a, a bloke singing about a bloke or a woman singing about, of course you could, of course you could. That's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry if, if I didn't Oh, make well, it. no, I was just agreeing with the point that John made rather than something you'd yeah, said previously. But John, well, no, John's point, John's point was, was, was con- contradictory of mine and it, it's, it's, it's inaccurate. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I was saying that you, I'm not saying they are. I'm saying you could you could be implied that the majority of of songs are of Barry Manilow's are being sung from him to a man. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm the... not finished. <laughs> Le- practice your listening skills and your pausing <laughs> skills. Look at me, Catherine. Eye contact. I don't have to. Eye contact. And Catherine has been very sassy this evening, and if she's not careful. Um, um, there will be no consequences, unfortunately, because it's, tw- it's nearly <laughs> 2020, but in my head there will be. You're a 42-year-old grown-up person. I, I, you're 42. Okay, fine. Here's the thing. I said that the Barry Manilow songs could be looked at as a man singing to a man. Could be, yeah. Please, could you let me finish? About love <laughs> and about the shame he feels about his own sexuality. The shame and... Could conf- just be nice songs. Shame and confusion. Don't know why you have to spoil it. Now, not all songs... Tell you what, John, pick a love song. Just quick, pick a love song from anyone else. Pick a love song... Love that, on the rocks. Right. Well, that's not about shame and confusion. That's about a breakup of a relationship. Or going outdoors. Jesus. It's not. He's, he's trying to do a clever thing. It took me years to work out. He's trying to do a clever thing about whiskey on the rocks. Love on the rocks. I didn't get that for ages. Um, love on the rocks ain't no surprise. Pour me a drink. I'll tell you something. Oh, it's like a drink metaphor. It's not about, it's not about shame. It's not about uh, guilt, which unfortunately a lot of people feel about their sexuality. I know. It's not about any of that. Try again, John. Mm. <clears throat> tell you what, if you oh, get, if you get uh, one this time that, that works, I'll, I'll, I'll have it. You might want to retract the, um, if, if, the Gandhi thing, by the way. You might want to retract it quite heavily. Okay, I'll retract <laughs> it. He didn't even have a daughter. Well, just retract any kind of slur of that nature. Well, I retract it. I retract it. Gandhi didn't even have a daughter. I think he did. I don't think he did. Well, okay, let's check that, shall we? Oh, Jesus. Just while you're being an expert, let's just make sure you're a proper expert. He didn't have a daughter. So anything I said about him having sex with his daughter couldn't have happened because he didn't have a daughter. I'm clever. I'm very clever at getting myself out of legal difficulties. Uh, Pick another song, John. Ian, don't you think, though, because he is gay and he wrote these songs... He didn't write the songs. He wrote a lot of these, didn't he? No. no. Didn't he write any? He wrote the music for some of them, I think. I'd have to triple check oh, okay. that. Okay. I he's thought he was a songwriter on a few of them. He's good, oh, though, isn't he? Man. He's good. He's good. Oh, yeah, fantastic. That, uh, we spoke the other week, and that one, uh, Please Don't Be Scared, is oh, just an Please epic. don't be scared. But here's the yeah. thing, man. He became a joke, and there's this real... I don't know if it exists so much now because there's so much time has passed. But there was a, he was a joke. In the, he gets very for, little credit. Yeah, for the 70s and 80s in this country, I, I, I don't know in America. I would imagine the same. He was a joke. He was a joke, and there's a real snobbery around music. And I was listening to this double CD today. My God, John! Not a bad track on it. Is not it? a bad one. Everyone was absolutely yeah. incredible, incredible. Yeah. And the key—I mean, the, okay, th- there are a few repetitive patterns. Catherine mentioned the key changes. I'm not complaining no. about them. No, I love him. He does it so well. I, I, I just think he's, he's, he's. Here's the thing I noticed from 1975 onwards: a very understated use of, of synthesizers. 
from the 70s. Uh, in, the, in the 70s, anyone had a synthesizer, all their songs are... <laughs> and he's just got it very subtly in the background. These great orchestral swells, incredible backing singers, beautiful lyrics. Because he was never fashionable, so yeah. he never chased Didn't that. did start out writing adverts or something? Or is that somebody oh. else? I think he wrote adverts you for like, what, my, and stuff. You have Enjoyed just it. dinged a little bell in my head there. I think you could be uh, right. He was a jingle writer. He was, yeah. He was a jingle writer. I believe so. All right, we'll, 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 we'll find one and we'll play it. And, and deep voices, yeah. Jim Reeves. Oh, yeah, go on, which one? Uh, he'll, he'll have to go. I don't know Put your one. sweet lips a little closer to the phone. We're together all alone. He was good, Jim Reeves. I like a bit of Jim Reeves. I don't, I'm not that familiar with him, but what I've heard. My he, granddad Bert used to like Jim uh, Reeves. He's, he's a proper there. singer. Got his pro- he, can proper. Go, he can go well deep. <laughs> John. Oh, sir, we've made me blush. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, we've got some Barry Manilow jingles. I think this is him. I've not heard these. I think this is him. He wrote this and I think this is him singing it. I am stuck. This is for Band-Aid. He wrote it. He's not singing this. Announcing an improved stay-on-adhesive on on Band-Aid brand adhesive bandages from Johnson & Johnson. You'll notice the difference because it stays on you better than anything else you can buy. (laughs) Okay, so he wrote that. Now, this might be him singing. This is for... um, Farms. Insurance. Agent Brent Whitlock talks about family insurance. You have an obligation to that individual when he buys an insurance policy from you this is not to very back up what you tell him. Uh, you're selling him a service. It's an intangible. The only way you can prove that you're, you're worth what you say you are or your company is as good as you say it is, is to be there when he needs you and provide the service that he deserves. Like a good neighbor. It's not obviously it's the lady singing. I don't, I don't think he's singing any of these. Is he, um, hang on a minute. Here's him doing a medley of his, um, jingles. Hang on. <clears throat> Be with you in a second, caller. Oh. I can't be honest, listen to that. Let's go to Alan. Yes, Alan. Hi, boss. Hello, Alan. Me mum's up with a success yesterday. Fan dabby dozy. That's great news, man. Well done. What we did, like, the veins together oh. and then made them into an artery. Holy shit! So she still waits six weeks and then she has to check up, then hopefully she can start the dialysis. Wowzers! The, uh, isn't medicine. Hey, Alan, this will, this will make you laugh. Yeah. Catherine and I, before we came in, we watched a video about people who are into, it's on Channel 4, into weird sexual things, right? Okay. And one guy, stripped off naked, filled a pint glass with maggots, and then tipped it, tipped it, it put it, it, it over his willy. Oh my god. And then That's... he took the, took the glass off and he stuck, um, two snails and a slug on his dick. Reminds me of that Japanese game, so in I didn't see that episode! 
And also, my mum and dad, Gordon, wedding anniversary today. Oh. So we've got to say congratulations to them for 50 years of marriage. 50 years of marriage. Jeez, that's a long time, man. How'd they put up with me for 39 of them? I don't know. Well, listen, we wish your mum the very best of luck, man. And me dad. No, I don't wish him any luck at all. Well, he needed a luck marrying her in the first place. Oh, Alan, what is this? What are you doing here? This is outrageous behaviour. Well, I'm in, I'm in a boy's mood because the first TV guy came up for Christmas today. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ticked it off? My granddad used to tick off the programmes he was going to watch. Of course he has. What are the highlights? Gavin and Stacey, new one on BBC One Night, Bertie, Christmas Day. Oh, I tell you what's on. You know, like, normally they do a nice animation for the kids, and it's, like, Room on a Broom or one stick, of those ones. Stick the Tiger Who Came to Tea. The Tiger Who Came to Tea this year. On Channel 4. Which I think is actually a, a story about a lie a mum told about why she'd had a man round and he'd drunk all daddy's beer. It's not about the Gestapo. Oh, God, yeah. It's there's a not fear, isn't there? about, because she was, was she, I don't know if she was in a prisoner of war camp, but she was certainly Jewish and was on, I think she had to, her family had to flee from Nazi Germany. I don't know if she ended up in a prisoner of war camp or not. I think her dad might have died in one. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching the back of my head to try and get that information. Kathy, you've Googled it. Yes. Um, but, and everyone goes nice about the Gestapo coming round, and she said, no. No, no it's, no, it's not. So everyone that says that, if anyone says, oh, yeah, Tiger Who Came to Tea is about the Gestapo. Yeah, she said, no, it was just a bedtime story I made up for my, my yeah, daughter when she was go. two going on three. There you go. Alan, thank you very much indeed. Uh, was she in a prisoner of war camp? She... No, they got out. They realised... Hang on. They realised the impending... Her parents um, realised the impending threat from Hitler and, and Nazi Germany and publicly criticised the regime. Um... He was on a Nazi death list and time was running out for the family. He'd been warned by someone who never met a policeman that they were trying to take his passport away. Um, Alfred, his, her dad had left for Prague. Wife and two children, Michael and Judith, fled the family home soon after, the same day Hitler took power in 1933. They were due to meet their father in Zurich, but aged just nine at the time, Kerr did not understand how secret their escape was meant to be. When we got to the frontier Judith and the man Kerr comes to look at our passports, I want both of you to be absolutely silent, said Mother. You're not to say a word. So when we got to the frontier, a man came and looked at the passports, and as he went out, I was going to say, there you are, nothing's happened. And my mother just gave me a terrible look and I stopped. I think now what I might have done to my family, says Kerr. Yeah, so they um, ref ref they ended up going to Paris because they refused entry to America, then London, where they lived throughout the, bl the Blitz. I was trying Gosh. to find some music. Hang on. <clears throat> I was trying to find the music from the Odessa file that goes... Have you seen that film? No, but I want to see it because I'm listening to Michael Caine's um, one I of his books it, and it sounds great. It's, I saw it as a, I was like 14, right? And the only thing I could remember about it was the music goes... That's all I could remember. Um, that's a file music. Let's see if we can find it, because um, I, I, need, I need to hear me some of that. Is this it? So, chat up. John, is it John Voigt? It's John Voigt, isn't it? No, it's not. It's the other guy. It's John Voigt. This is it. No. What? 
Watch me now, here I go. All I need's a little snow. What? Starts me off, sets the theme, helps me dream my Christmas dream. No, that's not, um. I'm not thinking of the right film, am I? Mm. I cannot help you. Odessa, the Odessa file. Right, hang on. The O. By the way, again, any other radio stations trying to find the instrumental music from the Odessa file? I don't think so. The Odessa file um, theme. Here we go. This is it. This is it. We got it. Here we go. No. Watch me now, here I go. That's not it. If anyone... Aha! Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. What <laughs> is that? that uh, can someone... Ipcrest file, I'm thinking. You're thinking of Ipcrest. Oh, an idiot. There Sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's not it. I remember, that's a file music. Let's try that. Let's try that. Um, no, no. Bear with me. Bear Why with don't me. you type in da 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 I'm actually wondering if that's a good idea or not. The Odessa file. We're going to go to the full movie. Here's the full movie. Here we go. Mother, what was it like for you? For me? All I tried to do was to hide Oh, all right. But if I put a decifile roof, because it plays it on a rooftop. Rooftop. Oh, my God. I'll watch the whole film. If I have to watch the whole film, I'll watch it. I'm, uh, I don't, I don't care. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not even doing the thing. Body, I'll better. I'm going to find it. I can get it. That's when he went. Time ago. 15 minutes and we'll get Yeah. Are you sure you're not thinking of the press file? No, I'm not. Oh. Here we go. He just telephoned me to get... Here it comes. Sorry, guys. Oh. That's coming to the end of the film, yeah? Oh. Oh, why have you... Remember, think the 14 thing. That's the weirdest music, and it kept going all the way through the film. Um, let's go to Cleo. Yes, Cleo. Do 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 do. Get Carter music is very, very infectious. A bit like that. We're not talking about get Carter. You started this talking about. No, we're talking about. We're talking about the Odessa file. Talking about the Odessa. Tell you what. Tell you what. 
Tell well, well done, Cleo, for dialing the right number this time. <laughs> Three is the magic number. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to game idea. And I think that might work. Uh, name the Beatles song. Yep. Right. In the voice of a teacher from Peanuts. Go on. Right. Uh, la, la, la. Yesterday. Wah, 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 Name that chew with my sister when I, she was about four. <laughs> and her going, right, here it comes. You ready? All soon older. All soon Your turn, Catherine, then. You think right. you're so good at this. <laughs> no one, no one named the song, by the way. So that's one hey, point. dude. Yeah, okay. Um. Wap, 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 wap. What was the time no. we had? What was the dream no. we said no. shared? By the way, I hope someone was recording yes, that because yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, that's, well, not, that's not a song. Do it again. What was the time we had? What was the dream we shared? I'm stumped, like. Uh, well, don't be, don't be so hard on yourself, mate. You, you, yeah, you're a short guy. <laughs> I wouldn't call yourself stumped. <laughs> Shall I sing you the chorus? That was the chorus. I'll sing you the verse. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, 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 no. No one can say it. No, you can't say it. You can't say it. I'm going to play it. It was this. I'm going to play it. You're all going to um, kiss my child. It was this. Oh, it's an advert. It really ruins the spontaneity. This is it. This is what you were singing. Is that is that it? That's what you're singing? No. <laughs> Listen carefully with your ear holes. Okay. Hey, all right. I got to guess what TV show I'm. Well, guess what TV show this is, right? And I'm because I'm just going to act out um, the opening credits. Okay. Hey. Sorry. Hey, that's my sausage. Great job. Great job. I miss that sausage. Woohoo! Right. There's, there's a real wow in. Um, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just apologising. <laughs> Go on then, Cleo. Your turn. Wow. Uh, Michael again. La 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 la. Don't get it. Day in the life. Okay, my turn. Okay, my turn. Um, um, wah 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 don't know. Uh, oh, I, 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 challenge. Bet, I bet I do know. Give me the right. start of it, and I'll finish you off. Right. The fact. The he, fact. He plays piano. Yeah. Well, we know he plays piano. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's yeah, a penis. He plays piano. 
Is that you it? Didn't is, that, know that. is that the fact? Good is that the end of the story? Good evening, Alistair. My goodness. Good evening. Sorry about that. Cleo's, what a um, world. Cleo's ruined everything. Hi, it's uh, good to talk to you again. So, um, <laughs> Barry. Manolo. Manolo. Yeah. I do, um, like some of this stuff, but you know, Mandy, I do like the original version, and I think co wrote it by Scott English, Brandy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's alright, it's alright. I, th I think the thing that Manolo does, though, he elevates it. He elevates it. The original version, uh, let me play a little snatch of it, uh, Brandy, Scott English. It's, it's, you know, it's all right, but it's a little, it's a little I, on the old flaccid side, I think. Matt, uh, 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 Barry brings real pathos to it. Here we go. It's oh. a bit... I remember all my life oh. down... It's a bit flat, I think. A little bit flaccid. A bit more... Soulful, do you think? No. 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 Oh, okay. Um, yeah, good. Hang on a minute, I want to watch, watch his... There he is live, look. He's a strange-looking man. Cass, come look at this man. He looks like Lino. That's what Lino looks like. What's clever here is, is that camera's panning around. He's turning. He's turning. You can't see it, but he's turning. No, I don't know. Bold, bold choice, that yellow suit. Bold choice for the yellow suit. He looks like a banana. <laughs> yes. so congratulations on your seven months. Oh, thank you very much. As she's steaming, steaming yes. towards the year. First sober Christmas, first sober New Year. Oh, yeah. you, you got this, man. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. safe over Christmas. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm spending Christmas Day with friends, and um, yeah, I'll be fine. I um, I went to a party which had drink around, and I didn't Beautiful. have any problems. Beautiful. Um, you know. Did you speak? Remember we had that um, old old dominatrix on Naughty Nana. Remember Naughty Nana? What was her name? What? Naughty what? Nana. Um. <laughs> No, her name was not that. Her name was she uh, Shelley. Uh, hang on. Naughty... Do you remember? You remember, Alice. So you took a shine to her? Oh, yes, yes, yes. What was, yes, what was she tweeting me? Mr. Sophia. Mr. Sophia. Did, can, can, I, feel free to say no if you don't want to answer, Alice. But I know you took a shine to her. Did you get in touch? Um, in the end, I'm ultimately a very shy man. Good for you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so, no... Can I just give you one last fact? Go on, 30 watched, seconds, because I'm late. Oh. One of the most harrowing films I've ever seen, uh, in terms of one particular scene. Yes. It's called The Nightingale. Yes. It's set in New Zealand, sorry, in Tasmania. Okay. In 1826. It's how Tea British time. troops, some British troops, treated convicts and the population. Alistair, thank you very much indeed on that bombshell. Let's uh, take a break. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Last night I waved goodbye 
Goosebumps. Actual goosebumps. It's great. It's what we used to call cheesy. And I was thinking about that on the way in. Honestly, I love it. There's no irony here. And I'm, dis I'm disappointed that I forgot I loved it and kind of moved away. And I was thinking about cheesy. Mm -hmm. and this good stuff, cheesy. That's epic, man. That's, I mean, that's epic. That's grand. That's over the top. It's very, I love the kind of slick. Here's, here's the thing. It's not quite so true now, but certainly in the 60s and 70s, American songs that had an orchestra, it would be a full orchestra, big, loud, over the top. And British songs, it was generally like a quartet. The, the kind of equivalents are any kind of American pop song from the 60s compared to Yesterday by the Beatles. It was the, 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 the British would go very small and very tight and cello, and, and America would go over the top with these. And for a long time, we kind of sniffed at it. I love it. Was that a bit of oboe clarinet, I think, in there? Oh, I love more it. is more. More is more. And his voice, I do think his voice isn't great in the same way that Diamond's voice isn't great. Streisand's voice is great. Barry Manilow's voice isn't great. But there's something, it's that lisp, I love that lisp, I love that nasal quality, what you get from listening to the CD. Some songs more than others. That real New York, they're real New York phraseology that he doesn't try and smooth out at all. I love it. I like his voice. It seems it, there's a clarity and an honesty yeah. to it. Yeah. Some some people might would, would have argued it's too clean. No, I like it clean. Produced by um, a guest we've had on the show, of course, Ron Dante, who is the voice of the Archies, Sugar Sugar. Uh, we've had him on the show. I might drop him a line, see if he'll come on again, because I think he's doing a tour in the States at the moment. Um, he was really interesting. Uh, and so we, we're... Degrees of separation, degrees of Kevin Bacon, we're one mm -hmm. step away from Barry Manilow. But the reason I like that is the same reason I like the Carpenters. Yeah. It's that precision. Yeah. And just, 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 oh gosh, just like the purity of it. We're now it. in an era where, I mean, that song is, is nearly, is 45 years old. I mean, that's how old it is. 40, 40 odd years old, right? Where at the time it was seen, you know, it was, just a weekend in New England. I'm guessing it may actually have been 77. I'm guessing a little bit. I don't quite. I wonder when that was. I'm going to say 77, but I don't quite know. But it was certainly have been around the time that punk was happening and all of this, and it would have been seen as cheesy and it would have been seen as passe, although it would have sold infinitely more than any, you know, would have sold a million times more literally than most other punk singles. Um, but now we've got so much distance that there is, it's not to do with fashion anymore and trend and what, it, that's a great song. Uh, by the way, I'm getting some of you might not dig it and that is totally fine. Of course that's fine. T t stop listening because you don't like Weekend in New England by Barry Manilow. What year was it? 76. Was it? Oh, that was close. Uh, so Punk, the summer of Punk and he's doing that. Wonderful. And, 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 and this is what I, I try and I, I, and I, I struggle. I struggle, but because I was a Monkees fan when I was 15, I got teased mercilessly. Generally, I'm quite good at accepting what other people like and kind of going, oh, that's cool, that's not cool, that's not my kind of thing. I, I ham it up a bit for the radio and go, oh, that's crap. But Barry Manilow, man, love it. I'm so excited. Got Guess tickets. which single followed that one? By Barry? Yeah. So Weekend in New England. Uh -huh. Which, by the way, never has the word weekend in it. No. Mon uh, um, Monday in the city? No. <laughs> I made it through the rain, I don't know. Looks like we made it. Looks like we made it! Oh, and 
I, this is boring to everyone apart from me, but I, the lyrics to, what are the, what are the lyrics to the chorus, just say them, you'll know them, of I Made It Through the Rain. Made it through the rain, uh, kept myself, self-protected, by the others who, got rained on to, by the others who, got rained on to, I always thought it was God. No, got rained on to. Yeah, then I heard it today and it was got, and I thought, oh no, God's better. God is, the others who God rained on to, it's like God is punishing them. Wow, that's even more dramatic. Um. Yeah, got, I, I miss it. Anyway, sorry guys. No, they got rained on too and made it through. Some song, some singer. I'm gonna, gonna, I might, I might watch a bit of Barry live. Sorry guys, I, I fear we're losing you, uh, as, uh, a paying audience. What's that? They get this for free? Oh, in that case, you jabronis, put up with it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Christmas approaches. We're only in four nights next week because there's an election. Mm-hmm. Are we in Friday? Or are they going to be doing, like, an ne- election deconstruction? I think it's worth asking the question. <laughs> Sam, do you know what's happening? I'll just say I doubt you're in next Friday, just based on what I've heard. Oh. That's disconcerting. It's just disconcerting when the, the, the tech-op is telling oh God. the talent No, 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 no. These are the guys you've got to stay on the right side of. They know I mean, everything. I mean, gosh... Really? What have you heard? I mean, I'm, I, I kind of, I, well, go on, what, who's, who's in? Do we know? Um, I don't know the full, like, I know that, so, filling in for you, do you know filling in for you next Thursday? Well, this is what I've heard, tell me if I got this right. So, so, election night, ten till one. You're going to love this, guys. Seriously, you're going to love this, I promise you. I've heard ten till one is Julia Hartley Brewer. Yeah. I've heard one till six is Mr. Michael Graham. I've heard six till ten is Julia Hartley Brewer, and then 10 to 1 is Mr. Michael Graham. Is that correct? Yeah. I told you guys. I told you you'd love it. And then what's what's the deal Friday? Well, it just sounds like they're just going heavy on it still, so... So I text the boss. <laughs> you text him. I have got my phone. So we're in... For, for three nights next week... Four nights the week after. Cause well, we, we think. <laughs> Do you remember that time we found out on air that we weren't doing loads of shifts and we were heartbroken? Do you remember that? Yeah. And, and do you remember how we bit our tongue so that we um, we we came back after Christmas? Do you remember that? Yeah. So anyway, Barry Manilow. <clears throat> and I think I think I'd like a, just some time on my own. If this is this is LBC. Neon lit night talk for torch scissors, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. You never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We seem to just be trawling through bad news constantly. Can I read you a bad news story? This is I, I read this and went. Oh, this is where we're at at the close of 2019. Oh. This is this is where we're at. Elon Musk did not defame a British diver who helped in last year's Thai cave rescue by calling him a pedo guy in a tweet a US jury has found. What? Oh my God. I'm going to say, money talks in America. Vernon Unsworth. He defended himself. If you remember, was a hero who saved Thai young boys' football team, got stuck in a cave. 
Vernon Unsworth was seeking $190 million in damages from the Tesla founder over the tweet sent last year. By the way, you say we, you might think, well, that's a bit greedy. That's not what they're going for. They, they go in big, and then the judge hopefully comes down and says, well, we'll give you two million. Yeah, sure, fine. As long as it's proving guilt. But also, when you are dealing with someone <clears throat> for whom money is no object, no object, you have to make it sting a little. I don't even want the rest of the story. Elon Musk won. Outrageous. He called him a pedo guy. And here's the thing, and, and, and I was reading John Ronson just doing some tweets on this. But he also doubled down when he was pulled yeah. up about it. Calling people pedos has become a real thing on Twitter. Mm. Because if you call someone a C, the computer algorithm will quite, will more often than not, Suspend that person's account until they remove that tweet, or if there are a lot of C's, we'll suspend the account for a period of time, maybe even ban it. So, so people don't call each other C's anymore, unless you're an idiot. I love it when someone calls me a C, because I just pile in and report, go through their history, see if there's anything else report, I get suspended. So, I've noticed a lot of people now, instead of where you would call someone a C, they're now calling them a pedo, a yeah, pedophile. Yeah, I've had it. And it seems to B, what did, let me read what John Ronson, um, wrote, cause it was, he, he kind of, um, John Ronson says, my guess is since the Twitter algorithm honed in on the C word, idiots are mutating, knowing that you don't get banned for calling people pedophiles. Um, and he then says something else. Where's his other tweet? Um, I remember the days when paedophile was a special term reserved for paedophiles. Now everyone calls everyone paedophiles, which I can't help thinking is good news for paedophiles. I'm so disappointed by that. So disappointed. It's just... Especially when you know it was just a great big man baby kicking off because a guy who was an actual hero had the audacity to say, do you know what, we don't need your help. Oh, uh, no, 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 thank you, 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 no, thank you. Oh, three, four, 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 no, sorry, Sam, that put you in an uncomfortable position there, because Sam, I put Sam in the unfortunate position of having to tell someone he said could come on, you weren't here, say, actually, no, sorry, we're, we're not going to put you on, sorry, but I know you, you don't care. <laughs> we have trained you well. Well, even slightly. <laughs> in fact, may I suggest... You enjoy it sometimes being rude to the callers? Yeah, a little bit. Thank you. How are you doing, Sam? You're right. We're not seeing you all week. You've been off gallivanting. Are you all right? Everything all right? Yeah, fine. Nothing new to report. That's the end of that chitty chat. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You want a nice story? I do want a nice story. Let's have something nice. Oh, I was going to say, but and I, this tied in with something I thought as I was driving in. Oh, it tied in with the person, and this isn't an attack on them. When I said I love Barry Manlow, he's great, and someone replied, going, "Not really my cup of tea, Ian, but you know." But you crack on. He's, he, can we try? Can we all try an experiment for the from now? Until Monday night show, if we're in Monday, who knows? From now till Monday, the three of us and you, dear listener, can we try and only tweet positive things? Can we try it? Sam, would you be up for that? I mean, you're quite positive on Twitter. I don't don't follow you, but I, I see your tweets. Um, I, what do they call it? It's like, it's like, it's not stalking, but there's, anyway, it doesn't matter. But you're quite positive on there. Anyway, I can be quite negative sometimes. Um, Kath, I'm not going to comment. Well, I'm all right on Twitter. I, I try and keep it cute. Okay, well then... 
keep it cute or keep it mute. Let's try. Can we, would you be up for that, dear listener? Let's see if it's really easy on Twitter to get drawn into arguments, to retweet, um, uh, someone else's tweet and go, look at this dick. Or the new thing I've noticed is not even retweeting it with a comment, but screen grabbing it and read, look at this bell. Can we? I've just done one of those. Well, doesn't matter. Start from now. Okay. As a hashtag, we don't put hashtag TLNA, but I'm saying as a, the late night alternative community, Tlnac, can we try between now, 10 o'clock on Monday night, just tweet positive stuff? And if you're about to tweet something negative or mean or snarky, just, just hold back a second and think, now, will the world be a better place if I tweet that my mum is a dick, maybe it will, I don't know, but uh, not my mum specifically. Kath? Here's one. Go on. Here's one. If someone is getting at you on Twitter and you feel you have to respond, how about you just respond with LOL? Don't respond. Don't respond. Don't respond. Just let it go. Okay. Because that's still, I still think, I know you do that, and I know why you do that. No, I don't, I don't do it a lot, but. I, I tried it a few times, and I didn't feel very satisfied by it, and I still think they're getting. The response. Attention, mm. and something, oh, got them, got them riled up, I'll try another one. It's up to you, I'm not telling you how to do your Twitter thing, but should we try it? Let's try and create an echo chamber of love. Yeah. So from now, and I find it difficult, and if I, if you catch me over the weekend, doing it, doing the opposite, then call me out. By all means, call me out. Between now and 10 o'clock Monday night, we're going to try it. We are going to, we're not going to try it, we are going to, and we will succeed in only doing positive tweets. Sonny, thank you. <laughs> so this, it wasn't about your tweet. Sonny's just tweeted, Barry Manilow is incredible, hashtag TLNAC. <laughs> His tweet from about 15 minutes ago was, honestly, Ian, I love you, but Barry Manilow, nah, utter shite for me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, Sonny, I like Sonny, he makes me laugh a lot. You don't have to tweet anything. You don't have to tweet anything. Now I'm not going to know if people are actually being nice or they wanted to call me a name. Um, thank you. Uh, Pete says, gone then. I imagine this be kind to each other a rule should also apply to any twi Twitch streams that might happen. No, no, no. <laughs> on Twitch, Twitch is different. And Twitch, anything goes. Anything goes. Uh, that's the Sunday night Twitch stream. Call of Duty. You're all welcome to join. Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. We're all going to pile on Pete and kill him. Catherine, let's have your nice story, please. A five-year-old boy in Michigan has invited his whole kindergarten class to witness his legal adoption and warmed hearts across the world. Uh -oh. The youngster, identified as Michael, formally joined his new family at Kent County Court on Thursday. A photo shared by Kent County on Facebook showed the little boy relaxing in an adult-sized courtroom chair next to his new parents. Behind them, his classmates happily waved paper hearts on sticks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. During the hearing, each child introduced themselves and explained why they'd come to celebrate. Yeah. Michael is my best friend, said a small boy named Stephen. Well, if he's your best friend, why don't you adopt him? <laughs> my name is Lillian. I love Michael. Why don't you marry him then, Lillian? Don't <laughs> so much. A little girl told Judge Patricia Gardner, who wore a necklace of Christmas decorations for the occasion. We began the school year as a family, Michael's teacher said. Family doesn't have to be DNA because family is support and love. 
The group of classmates, teachers and parents broke into cheers and applause as Michael and his parents banged the judge's gavel, completing the process. Thursday was Kent County Court's annual adoption day and 37 children were lovingly and officially welcomed by their families, the county wrote on Facebook. Sometimes their journeys have been very long. They've included miracle and change for the children and family and incredible community support, as you were able to see today in Michael's adoption hearing, the Honourable Judge Patricia Gardner said. His whole kindergarten class and school being here to say we love you and we support you and we'll be here not only today but in all the years in the future. Ah. Filmed outside the courtroom, here we go. Filmed outside the courtroom for local television, the five-year-old declared, I love my daddy, as his father visibly welled up. The picture showing Michael and his class has since been shared more than 100,000 times on Facebook. Oh. Can we adopt him for the show? He's already been adopted. Let's kill his parents. <laughs> In a twist, his parents were taken out and he was adopted by two weirdos. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? Um, I think I could adopt a kid. I but think I, I could. I'd want like an 18 year old that could like work and pay rent and stuff. That's, uh, and tidy up the house. I think that's called hiring help. I don't want to pay him. I will cook him. Well, you end up paying for them if you adopt them. So. No, 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 no. You get a grant. Uh, get no, that's fostering. Oh shit. I filled in the wrong paperwork. Did you keep the receipt? Um, a Christmas prank. No, that story's boring. Um, let's take a break. We're halfway through the show. Uh, I've lost, I've, I've lost my nerve a little bit. Isn't that funny? Do you ever get that thing where, um, I used to get it sometimes during stand-up. It's the weirdest thing where you suddenly become very, very self-conscious and you can hear yourself breathing and you can hear the words coming out of your mouth and you think, what, what? I'm, I'm, everything is hyper real all of a sudden. I felt that brewing up over the last 15 minutes. Mm. So let's have a little break. Play an advert for one of our colleagues. Um, and then when we come back, man, we're going to kick some ass. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I think tomorrow it's going to be ginger and lemon and honey tea. I've got to tidy my house tomorrow. I've got to clean my house because the builders have almost finished the bathroom. They've got to come back tomorrow and do a little bit more sealant around the shower and put up the thermostat for the underfloor heating. My bathroom's, I've just realized it's white. Everything is white. It's white. White walls, white bath, white shower, uh, white floor, white. Everything's white. I've got to keep it clean, man. It's like walking into uh, an infinity room. You know, they, it's white. I'm looking at it going, what did, I go, what did I do that for? That was stupid. Um, but that's exciting. And then they've got to come back. Listen, middle class problems, who cares? High class problems. Then they've got to come back in a week and do the en suite. But everything is just so filthy. So tomorrow, tomorrow I've got a busy day of cleaning all the bedding, hoovering the beds because there's dust. Um, then I've got to dust, take everything off the shelves in the office and dust and dust and dust. I've got to hoover the both. I've got to hoover the sofa. You quite like that kind of tinkling, no, though, don't you? No, I, I want to play video games and watch movies. Right. I watch a film. Does a documentary about kung fu movies? I thought you got a kick out of like arranging your shelves nope. and stuff. No, I get. I get. I like having my CDs in alphabetical there you order. Go. There it is. Um, there it is. Um, uh, but then also I've got the cleaner coming as well. But it's so dusty. I've got. To do, she won't do all the sh all the shelves as I want them. So I'm doing that tomorrow. 
I was going to buy a Christmas tree, but suddenly I feel very, very un-Christmassy. I'm still very up and down. And I think I was getting a little bit cocky feeling I've had a couple of, I've, a couple of days of going on the upswing. And I think maybe I thought, oh, I'm a cow shit! Mm-hmm. I've fallen off the other side again. I feel lousy again all of a sudden. I really want to cry. What a world. Um, I don't really know where to go for the last hour and a half. Phone calls are dried up, which is absolutely fine. Um, and we could sit here and we could throw out some topics, but I don't really fancy that. Um, we, we did, did we do Periscope Love Bomb this yeah. week? We did it this week. Okay, we've done that. My, the voice in my head is screaming to me, call straight to air. So we're going to do call do straight. This, the voice is screaming and I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to dampen it so I can hear another voice. But this is a very loud voice. Call straight to air. So we'll go for that. There we go. Uh, for certainly the next 30 minutes and maybe we'll carry it over into the next hour. No agenda. Nothing. Sam will not be taking your calls. Uh, instead, you phone up and you can come straight to air. And say pretty much anything you want. Don't be uh, libelous. Don't be racist. We have to say that now. Um, uh, don't swear too much. And uh, there's, you kind of have to be careful. You can sort of talk about macro politics, but you can't talk about micro politics. Oh, God, why would you want well, to? I know someone might want to, but you can kind of fun up and make a, a, a broad statement. These are kind of the per de rules as I understand them. Very basically, you can kind of make a point. You know, about, about Boris Johnson, for example, which I would then have to deal with in a balanced way, but you can't really make a point about your local constituency. It's that kind yeah, because if you do that, then we have to name everyone and exactly. go through what they're saying. So we just kind of staying away from that. If you want to phone up and make fart noises, you can do that. If you just want to phone up and have a chat, I don't know, feeling a bit lost, come and join us. Come and join us. 0344 Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi. Am I, am I line one, actually? You're line one, actually, and you're on the wireless, is it? Oh, oh, that's great, Ian. Thank you. Just to say, I've been listening to um, talk radio kind of thing, that, 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 that medium, since I was about 15, and I'm 61 now. So uh, I've heard all the DJs, uh, uh, late-night talk shows trying to... 40, what, uh, talk radio? Ra- what, no, you, as a form. Oh, as a form. So you mean like LBC and stuff? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, even even way before that, the days of James Stanage and people like that. Okay, the, okay. There were the forerunners of it. And all, many, many times, Ian, yes. people would phone up just to try and take the mickey or put the broadcaster on the back foot. Yeah. And uh, Tommy Boyd suffered from that. A lot of people did. But you know what I, lo- I love listening to you, Ian? Uh, is you're very compassionate. And also, when these people phone up just trying to spoof you, you just... Drop them dead. Well, here's the thing. So don't and now. I'm now. I'm waiting for the sucker for the sucker punch from you. Uh, but here's the thing. There's no, 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 there's no sucker no, punch. I know. I'm don't. teasing. I'm just saying that th- there's no point really in spoofing this show because it's not a challenge. Everybody gets on. It's not like you're derailing anything. No, no. Which is the point, isn't it? Everybody is is nearly everybody is is welcome. So. Um, and I, in some ways, I feel I'm missing out on the good old-fashioned prank call because, you know, we're taking calls straight <laughs> to it. I don't know who you are. It's nice to talk <laughs> to you, my friend. 
I've spoken to you a couple of times, Ian. You've been very kind to me over a couple of particular issues that happened to me in my life. You've been very, very compassionate. But uh, just to say, though, that um, you mentioned a moment ago, if I'm not mistaken, that you you felt a little bit breathless and lost for words. Or something. I feel. I've just. I've just. I'm. I'm, I'm sort of climbing out of a, a quite a deep depression. And the last couple of days, I felt myself going slowly upwards, right? And I allowed myself to think I was better. And actually, in the last forty minutes, I've. I've kind of dropped again. And I'm just suddenly. I'm very hyper aware. I'm aware of what my skin feels like. I'm aware that I've got yeah. a little bit of a sore throat. I can really feel that. I'm aware of what my voice sounds like in my headphones. I'm a, I can feel every word coming out of my mouth, and it's very peculiar. No, Ian, you're you're just so honest and so great. I love that. And the, the fact is, I just go back to what I said before, if you don't mind. Go on. You can bat off anybody yeah. that comes at you from some stupid angle. Most uh, talks. Talk radio presenters uh, can can be like wrong-footed. You just uh, well, you just shoot you just shoot out of the knock it out of the park. Well, here's the, here's, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Sometimes I'm wrong-footed, but but here's the thing: is 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 honesty is the key. Honesty is the key. Uh, and if you get caught out, you go, oh, I got caught out. Or if you don't know what to say, admit you don't know what to say. You know, I, I, it took me a long time to learn. Here's. It took me a long time to learn that if you're interviewing someone, you're, sometimes the dumbest questions are the best. Sometimes in the past, I've, I've interviewed people, and this works for phoning as well. And I thought, oh, I won't yeah. ask that question because most people n- will know what that means, and I don't, and I don't want to look stupid. But when I was working with you, Kath, at the BBC, I learned it's okay to go, right, this is a dumb question. But what exactly is you? What, what does what does your job title? What does yeah. it mean? What I used do you to do? use that one. I used to say, right, explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah, yeah. and they're the best questions. <laughs> so I, the honesty is is the key. I think Andy is what I'm trying to say. I put my well, hands I, up in the I, past I, and said, I don't know what I don't know what this is. Could you explain it to me, please? You're, you're so honest, Ian. Okay. Um, we should get I'm not married. Trying to blow smoke anywhere. Blow I'm just ass. saying that uh, you've uh, opened your heart out to people on mm. the airwaves over the long time I've been listening to you uh, and you've got nothing to reproach yourself for at all don't ever need to feel breathless just relax on the radio because people are phoning in and listening to you and, and not only they're phoning in the main thing is there's probably millions listening to you but they're frightened to phone in just because they're shy people or they're quiet okay. normal people or whatever okay. uh, I'm a bit more loquacious than they, those people but you, you're, you're a great presenter never oh. ever feel you f- should feel breathless on air okay Thank you very much indeed, Andy. I appreciate that. I, I think you may have slightly misunderstood what I was saying. Maybe I didn't explain it that well. But but still, it was you. a nice bit of reassurance. Very, very kind of you uh, to call in. I bet blowing, having smoke blown up your ass, literally, I bet that feels amazing. Stuarts used to do it, didn't they? Um, what was it for? It wasn't to prove you were dead, was it? Or was it to bring you back to life? It used to put you up, I think. I bet it feels incredible. If anybody... You don't smoke, do you, Sam? Do you vape? Okay. If anybody wants to blow smoke up, <laughs> literally, up my ass. I bet Problem feels, is, you'll probably cough it out again. <laughs> I bet it feels incredible. Incredible. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kev. Hey. Hey, Dave. So, songs with been Lily in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, someone's been thinking. Here we go. I was driving around today, so. Yeah. Well, you start off, don't you? 
All right. Um, pictures of Lily. Lily, the pink, the pink, the pink. Well, I said, Lily, Lily, I don't feel safe. Neptune of the seas, and answer for me, please. The lily of the valley doesn't know. And fare thee well, uh, Lily Marlene. So those are my three. I knew li- Lily Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, sit down. We're going to call an ambulance. Mm-hmm. They will be with you as as quickly as we can. It's like um, it's like Chris all over again. They will be with you soon. I promise. In a church basement and talk me down. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed, Dave. My God, that was painful for everybody, but more so for him. Hey, line three. Oh, sorry. Hello, line three. Uh, Ian Lee, he loves Barry Manilow, and he is the best presenter on the DAB dial. We took radio, actually. Apart from liking Barry Manilow, I think Ian Lee is a very, very, very good person. You kind of wimped out towards the end there, line three. I got a little bit soppy. What's wrong, Kath? Tobacco resuscitator kit, England, 1774. Oh, it's like a one? bellows. Oh, up the old jacksie. The idea of reviving a victim of drowning by injecting tobacco smoke into the rectum or the lungs seems very strange to us. Rectum, please. To physicians in the 1700s, this approach would seem entirely rational. <laughs> Among the suggested treatments for drowning was warmth and the administration of stimulating vapours such as tobacco. This resuscitation kit contains the equipment necessary to inject into the lungs, stomach or rectum. The bellows could be adapted to inflate the lungs with fresh air or tobacco while the kit also includes a small ivory syringe with a flexible tube to inject stimulant into the stomach. Other nozzles could be attached. The long ivory tubes are for the rectum, the small circular discs for the nostrils, so just to help you breathe. What? That feels great. I bet you could die, actually, if you pump too much air up your bum. I bet your intestine would explode, oh. and uh, you'd get um, fecal poisoning to your blood. Well, surely it had to come out again, wouldn't it? Well, the air. If you kept, the smoke. If you, no, but if you pumped you, the air with oh, bellows right, yeah, into yeah, your yeah. gut... You don't want to do that, and, yeah. and didn't allow it in any way to come out. Your gut will explode. No, but you remember that story of the Chinese boy who put the magnets down his... Um, I do remember that story. I sent it to you. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Um, they got it out by pumping up his... Um, um, and then I'm, I'm imagining they all came jangling out. Yeah. Um, and, and, of course, this is... Um, I mean, it's a, it's a painful operation. It's a tense one, but sometimes in those um, operating theatres, you've got to, you, you just really got to keep keep the vibe up. It takes too long to get to him. We'll get it, pump it up. it up, yeah. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Bacon. Yes? What was that? Ian. I thought you said semen. That's my problem. I, when people say my name, I think they're saying semen. Oh, I can put people to straight to air with the fader open. That's new. Hello? Hello? You're on the air. Hi, Ian. Hello there. Yeah. My name's Fiona. Hello, Fiona. I like the name Fiona. There's something very... I hope you don't find this insulting. There's something very comfortable about the name Fiona. I've never met a rude or horrible Fiona. 
My daughter tweeted you last week to say that I started listening to your show after my husband died. Okay. Um, and you sent a tweet back and you made her date, so thank you very much. Oh, that's my pleasure. Uh, I, I, I do remember the tweet. Remind me what her Twitter name was. Uh, I think it's Megan Jones Gray. I do remember that. Um, uh, yeah. uh, how, how are you doing? Okay, um, I went to the supermarket for the first time tonight because I, I, I suffer ill health and so did my husband and the only time we ever went out was on a Friday night to do the shopping. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been to the supermarket since because I, I spent all my time, he had this wonderful red, white and orange motorbike jacket <laughs> that he yes. picked up in a charity shop for Lovely. a fiver. Yeah. And he used to wear it, and everybody knew very well. You, you could always see him because I suffer from Re anxiety. And red, white, well. and orange. Wow. Yes. Gosh, was it was um, it leather? And it had horn, yeah. Oh. And it had a, a spine board in it. And what's the spine board? Yeah, the armor in the yeah. back. Oh wow! For a fiver. Yep. Wow! But you could spot <laughs> yeah, him, you could spot him a mile off, could you? Yeah, everybody could. Um, he was so proud of that jacket. He, he, he's still in it. He got buried in it. So, did he really? Um, yeah. How we, did uh, you find? Can I ask when when the, when the funeral was? Is it how recently? Six months. Okay, six months. So he died, his, his birthday on Monday, and he died on the twelfth of June. Ah, Fiona. So, I'm sorry. I'm so still um, very very recent. How did you find going shopping for the first time? Well, the staff were lovely. They they were cuddling me and everything because. They, they all knew that he'd, he'd, he was such a lovely man. He had been an alcoholic, but he'd got sober. He was sober for three years. Was he? So um, you got to spend got three years end. with the real guy then? Well, I, I'd known him for a, a long, long time. He was actually, he was actually a friend of my ex-husband's. Uh-oh, um, And uh, it, was, it was seven years after my marriage had split up that we got together. Yeah. Um, but I'd known him for a long time, and I'd known him before the drink had got to him yeah. and I knew what a lovely person he was but it was a, a bad break up from a relationship and a bad childhood that, yeah of course um, and when he got with us when he got with me and, and he knew the girls he, he always knew the daughters and he was their dad to all intents and purposes and he tried so hard mm. and he eventually managed but he got it you, you, had him, you had him back to his old ways his old self excuse me for three years that must have been magic oh uh, he was Everybody got to see the him that I knew, and he was lovely. He would do anything for anybody. But um, it was in self-polopathy that got him in the end, which nobody ever speaks about that um, happens with drinkers. Mm. Mm. And I wanted to speak about it because um, your liver gets toxins in it, and it sends it to the brain and mm. starts to poison your brain. Mm. And you get um, symptoms a little bit like dementia. Right, yeah. So you would forget things and... He was, he was forever going to the toilet, but we didn't need to go. Did he get a bit shaky as well? It can give someone, sometimes give you tremors, can't it? Like Parkinson's yeah. or something. Yeah, and he also used to get confused and say the silliest things. And then when he got better, we used to tell him what he'd said, and he would always find it funny. I yeah. mean, we had a 15-minute argument one day because he wanted to take the da dog out back outside for a cigarette. He meant to go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept telling him the dog doesn't need a cigarette. No, I don't, don't want a dog smoking. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> um, and the last thing he said that, that was funny, we never got to tell him, but um, he said that he'd watched an interesting documentary on Star Wars. Right. 
And that Darth Vader had found out he was his own dad because he'd been fiddling with himself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that would make that whole franchise so much more interesting, (laughs) wouldn't it? That's a great... Explains the breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, well, he's he's making us laugh six months after he's passed away. That's, that's That's a special... That's a special gift. Um, well, he did, he did, he, 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 like you say, he got buried in his jacket with his arsenal top on, and um, he, he, he got buried to Highway to Hell. So as the coffin was going down, Highway <laughs> like to Hell you. was playing. I like your family. <laughs> going back to the shop, aren't, aren't some people kind? Aren't some people yeah. kind shop staff coming up and just checking you're okay and giving you a hug? Yeah. That's there was, magic. There, there was, I mean, it was him. He was so, I mean, one of the staff said she couldn't believe it because he he died on the Wednesday. He'd been in shopping on the Friday night. Mm. And they couldn't believe that he was gone because it was so quick. It was it was really, really quick. He used to go in every few months to get um, hydrated and and get rid of the toxins that were in his blood to stop the encephalitis. Um, and he'd gone in for that, so we just assumed that he'd be out in five days. How um, he, um, how's how's Christmas looking? Where, where, who are you going to be with? Just um, myself and my girls and okay. and the dog. Okay. Um, he had no family. Right. Um, so it was it was just really us. My mum doesn't do Christmas, um, so it's just us and the dog. But we've decided that he always wanted a black Christmas tree, being a rocker. So this year we've got the black Christmas tree. Oh my God. And we're changing all the decorations so that it's not. <laughs> oh God. Like it was when he um, was around because. Fiona, so we had a Santa on the door and he used to punch it as he came in the door. <laughs> he didn't like Christmas. He'd punch Santa on the way in. Fiona, it's, um, listen, it's so nice to talk to you. And it's Meg- Megan was your daughter that I spoke to on Twitter. Yeah. Right. We'll send her my yeah. love. I will um, do. Thank you very much. You give us a call anytime you want. And, thank- and what was your, can I ask your husband's name? George. George. Well, thanks for telling us about George. You've really made us chuckle, so thank you. Okay. Thank you very we'll much, speak Ian. again, Fiona. Thank you. Bye-bye. What a lovely lady, what a lovely family. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. And people are nice, though, people in the shop. Checking she was okay. I'm not going to be honest, that jacket sounds atrocious. But the orange. <laughs> but he sounds like the sort of person who didn't give a toss when anyone else I, thought. I, I like the sound of George. I, 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 that made me laugh a lot. Thank you very much, Fiona. I appreciate that. We should probably take a break. This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Taking calls straight to air because, well, why not? Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hello, Hello. Hello. Are you guys doing okay? Uh, um, right. I, 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 I've been waiting a long time for you to do call straight to air because your hand, my handset doesn't seem to work when you call me back, so. Oh, how peculiar. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, would I have possibly seen you? Um, this would have been at the start of November, um, in Birmingham New Street Station very early in the morning, you two. No. Us in Birmingham New Street Station? When? 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 Yeah. Um, first couple of weeks of November, I think it was a Saturday. No. No. But eight in the morning. No, now, this is the thing, it looked so much like, yeah. the, the fella looked like you, and he had a woman with him, looked an awful lot like uh, Catherine, but 
black hair, which I'm not familiar with her having, but... No, she's no, kind okay, of red at the moment, mine. Yeah, no, that wasn't... And then, there are imposters walking around Birmingham. And then he was, like, tickling her, and I thought, well, that seems like something you'd do. So compl- we're we're going to tickle her. That's completely... Look, no, <laughs> you're in a train station. That's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I used to... Yeah. No, that wasn't us, I'm you afraid. Know. I, look, I honestly, I nearly called out. It I wasn't us! God damn it! With imposters. Uh, no, it wasn't us. Yeah. I'm burning for ages. Um, yeah. I've, um, I've, I've been, but I've not, I mean, I used to work there, but I haven't been there, I don't think I've been there for a long Actually, time. Actually, that's balls. I went to Birmingham in the summer, I went, I flew from the airport. There you go, lie, she's a liar. She's a liar. Yeah. It wasn't us, I'm afraid. But there's a great, um, there's a great Korean I think it's Korean restaurant. It's about not that about two minute walk from there. They had a great soft shell crab. Was it Korean or was it Malaysian? Because you kept telling me about that and saying you, that you were going to tell me at one point. Did I not tell you when no. I, mean, I did the show up in the Glee Club? Um, anyway, we're coming to Birmingham next year. Selling very, very oh. sold, about fifty tickets. I don't know. Is it, is it after or before September? And I'll tell you if I'm able to go. It's <laughs> we, it's before September. Uh, no, I don't think I'll be able to Unbelievable. Go. Whatever I'd have said, he wouldn't have been <laughs> able to busy. go. busy. <laughs> Is it before September? Busy. Is it after September? Busy. Yeah, still busy, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright. Well, th- well, no, but I said, I, I thought I saw you and I us. spent the rest of the day wishing I'd called out, but it wasn't. You should always call, I always call out. Always oh, call out, know. just in case. If people, hey, listen, if people see me out, come and, come and say hello, you know. Yeah. But, um, and because she, because there was a Catherine lookalike as well, yeah. like, that's what got me. I want to, I want to, I want to meet this Catherine lookalike. I want to find out if she's as <laughs> annoying as the real Catherine. Thank yeah. you very much for that. Why can I smell weed? I can smell it too. Can you smell it, Sam? She's about to say, I can smell it, yeah. It's coming, well, here's the thing. We Hell know. No! We know, because me and Kath <laughs> had a curry out the other day, and James Whale could smell the curry in this studio, so it comes through the air conditioning. So someone out there Kellner. is holding... Kellner's got... Kellner's got some weed! Yes, man! Let's get this party started! What's he bringing in? I think you heard a shouting. You hold... You holding, Kellner? Yeah. You holding? Sorry? You hold... You holding, yeah. Greg? Can you smell weed? We can smell ganja. Yeah. And you're the only person here. Well, so you're the only person we know that talks. <laughs> <laughs> you old yes, head. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mainly, I get take it mainly for uh, you know for illness and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, it's medicinal. Because it's, it's that horrible new weed that you can. In the old days. It does it's, smell like new weed. In you're the right. old days, you couldn't smell it unless someone was smoking it. But mm. now you can smell it if yeah. someone's got it in a pocket. It's just too. It's, the smell is, 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 I think, is a bit unpleasant at this yeah. moment. Well, actually, it's not me. It's. It's not Who me. Is, is there anybody else out there? Because uh, someone in this, on this floor, yes, has I know, got you're some right. marijuana, no, some wacky backy. Absolutely right. And I, what I'm going to do on your behalf, I'm going to do that on the hunt. I'm going to hunt them down. Yeah. And I will kill them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as you know. Kill a killer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to hunt them down on your behalf. Thank but you. But it's Thanks. not me. Please, I what's that book? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that book you've got? This is... Final Countdown. Uh, yeah. Old school record collector disc... Uses matters. Thirty disc. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, this looks alright. Uses, disc. That records. That looks alright. Is he coming on? Yes, he is. Oh, that's He's good. He's on tonight. Brilliant. Yeah. We'll have yeah. some of that. All right. Mm. Thank you. Okay. No, no worries. It's, it's you nice. keep an eye out for yeah. that. I will. I will. But you're all right. Definitely. So ask how much they're charging. <laughs> I, will. I will. Have you got any Rizzlers? No, but I can probably. Yeah, I'm probably Maybe do this off air, guys. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Martin. Martin's on at one o'clock. He'll pop in a little bit later on. 
Uh, yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Goodbye. <Okay. laughs> some people, some people. Um, if you're not some people, if you're oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Take too fast. Oh. Three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Um, I don't know if the show's getting there tonight. Getting somewhere. Is that? I don't. That smells really putting me off. Because mm-hmm. it reminds me that I'm a junkie and I can't. I can't smoke weed. I used to love smoking weed so much. Just constantly, as I was smoking a joint, I'd be rolling up the next joint. Chain smoking joints. Before I got, I'd get up to do rise, um, and I'd have to leave at three thirty. I'd have had three joints before I left the house. Yeah, Terrible times. I mean, terrible, but I used to love it. Uh, and that smells really off-putting. Off-putting. And I think it's rude. It is a bit. To have it here. A bit naughty, isn't it? We're going to keep an eye out and see if there's any likely suspects mm-hmm. staggering around. <laughs> um, we'll take calls straight to air for a little bit longer. Let's see if we can create something. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. the late night alternative weeknights from 10, but not every weeknight. We're not quite sure which weeknights. We have to talk to Sam the Tech Up to find out what weeknights uh, <laughs> our bosses won't tell us on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Maybe tomorrow I'll find what I call 
Lamwan. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Lamwan. Hello. Yes. Can you, uh, well, what I'd like to know is how do people with new musical ability know how to whistle? Well, because they have some musical ability. Ah, but there's lots more people that know how to whistle than can play an instrument. So how does that work? Because there are a lot of people that can walk in a straight line and not drive. It's, it, they're not connected. They're irrelevant. So are you saying that everyone can, that, that can whistle can also play a musical instrument no. that they just haven't learned? No. So, well, that's, that's quite insightful, actually. Mm, thinking well, about I'm, it. An, I'm an insightful kind of guy. No, fair enough. Um, it's odd, though, isn't it? Because, like, if no, someone no. whistles... No. It is, it is. It's not odd. Because if someone whistles, it is, it is it's really... Not, if someone takes someone to whistle something, but how do they know how to move their lips? Well, they learn from the moment they're born. They learn, they learn, and they learn how to make the noise. My kids uh, are learning how to whistle. I think my eldest can do it now, but they learn how to whistle, and then they learn how to control it. But they instinctively know how to go from... One semitone back down to no, the other. No, they don't. They don't straight. They don't straight away. No, of course they don't. So is it a form of mimicking? No, it's whistling. It's learning to whistle. This guy's overanalyzing whistling. It's the same mechanism as singing, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, kind of, I suppose. Again, mate, that's a form of mimicking, though, isn't it? It's, no. It's, no, it's not. Well, how is it not? <laughs> Because it's not mimicking. You learn. You learn how to, to. You learn how to whistle. I don't understand. But how do you? In, how do you instinctively know? You don't instinctively to... know. You learn. But it's not a conscious thing. Whistling is not a conscious thing. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying so, no. I'm saying it, it, it's not a, a conscious thing. That you see. See, how do you know how to move? Because I've been whistling. List. I've been whistling for the last forty years. I remember I was six. Yes, I remember I how, woke up my mum. I remember I woke up my mum and said, "Mum, mum, I can whistle." <whistles> that's, that's very good, Ian. Now go back to bed, please. <laughs> you practice. You learn. But how do you know Jesus. where to move your lips from well, you, one you, note to the next? You practice. You learn. But it's instinctual. <laughs> It's not. You pra if it was instinctual, you'd be doing it from day one. My boys are learning to whistle. My eldest one can do it. My youngest one can't yet. Once they get that, then you can cra practice learning the to make the different notes and the different noises. It's practice. Ah, uh, fair enough. Thank you very much indeed. I'm glad we got there in the end. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Very good, why you slag, it's Jason Stratham here, how you doing? Blimey, it's Jason Stratham's on the phone. Wow, what's your language, Jason? But it's great to talk to you, mate. Well, guys, well, what I was going to do is um, act at one of the um, TV opening credits. Might be fun. All right, yeah, uh, this is, I thought this could be a good game. Better than, than what, what, why and the Beatles. Acting out the TV opening credits and we have to guess what the show is. Away you go, Jason. All right, oh, wow, oh, he's got his rod in his hand. Oh, oh, he's up in the air now. Oh, oh, he's a very naughty boy. Naughty boy. Oh, there's a baby on the till. Baby. Simpsons. Baby in the shop. That will upset the counterbalance. Simpsons. Uh, 
Yeah, correct. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, man. Line 4, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Hello Line 4. <laughs> Hello. Greetings. Greetings from Glasgow. Hello. Is this Paul putting on a posh uh, voice? It is, yeah. It's already <laughs> posh Paul trying to be even posher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is incredible. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Paul, Paul's been <laughs> Paul, have you been drinking? Is it your weed uh, we no, can smell? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh no, dear! No, I've not been drinking, but, um, but yeah, no, yep. no. Sorry, I'm, I would have called much before now, but I've been a bit poorly. I'm coughing and a bit, a bit yucky at the moment. I'm sorry you know, to hear. I don't think it, it's just over the phone. Does it throw your rhythm off? Uh, <laughs> no, fortunately, I'm not. What's your favourite? Um, what's your favourite song about rhythm? Well, as you said that, I Got Rhythm came to mind, but that's definitely not my favourite song about rhythm. Mine is Rhythm is a Dance. I was just thinking of that one, yeah. Yeah. A little bit nostalgic. I'd say Rhythm Nation. I had a huge (gasps) crush on Janet Jackson. Rhythm Nation. What a tune. Great, great. I had that on tape. Yeah. Yeah. Great video. Such a good dance move. I was watching it probably about two weeks ago. I remember thinking, she looks so cool. Now you watch it and she looks like she's about to go and work in McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, we're going to finish him off with japes. Quite possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Is that rhythm? (laughs) What can we do for you, old man, before you die? Tell us where the money's buried. What? Did you know that was my nickname at birth? Old man? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. No, but it's it's good to... What do you want? <laughs> I just called to say hello. Hello. He's, he's dying. He's actually going to die. Hello. Right, Paul, pretend this is oh, your hello. last call. Are uh, you sure you're saying hello okay. and not goodbye? Yeah. Is there anything... <laughs> listen, we're obviously never going to talk again. We're never going to talk yeah. again. So, okay. what what is it you want to say to Catherine and I before you depart this I, planet? I, I, I love you both. Okay. You're, you're, okay. you're just, uh, you're a mainstay in my day. And, okay. um, yeah. Anything um, important? Thank you, thank you for all the laughs and all the loveliness. Oh. Are you going to leave us anything in your will? <laughs> I, I, um, want, I want, I want to go on your big drum. <laughs> <laughs> and I want one of them great big banging sticks. Timpani? Yeah, that, that can be arranged. That can be arranged. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Uh, well, hang yeah, on a minute. I'll, Are I'll we going to go? My will. Hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on, stay there. So you're in Glasgow, right? Yep. Uh, line two, whereabouts are you calling us from? Glasgow. Do you know How each come other? How further away? <laughs> <laughs> Paul's got a posher phone. Do, Paul, do you know this other gentleman? I'm not sure. Other gentleman, yeah, do you know Paul? Yeah, well, my phone Pick up your phone and use your hands! <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you might have seen me like. performing. Well, well, we'll see. Paul, we'll say good evening. Okay, good evening. Hello? Good evening. Yes, yes, line one. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. I suspect that's um, the last decent call we'll get. Uh, my dad, um, are you holding the phone in your... Are you holding the telephone in your hands? Oh, yeah. Is that better? Yeah. So yeah. much better. Uh, surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Right. Um, I, uh, oh, this is I'm, the rhythm of the night. Uh, oh. 
I've got an I've got an ad action washer, and uh, he put me on a, a a group called XTC. One, two, three, four, five. Senses working <laughs> overtime. Yeah, that's the, the album he gave me is uh, English Settlement. English um, No thugs in our house. Oh, oh there, I... dear. We made that clear. We made it very, 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 but a good boy. Save us Pretty from the ball and chain again. The diggers and the towering cranes. Snowman, I love Snowman, the last song. Oh, that's, a, that's a brilliant song. I yeah, think. it's a great album, English Settlement. It's not their best album, actually, but it's a great one. Oh, it, anyway. Uh, could you recommend any? Can you recommend any album? Uh, any album from any album? From XTC. Uh, any album? Sky yeah, Skylarking. Uh, Skylarking's the one. Skylarking. That's that's what I feel. Skylarking. Uh, yeah, Go and treat yeah. yourself. Go and treat yourself. Uh, aye, uh, aye, 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 aye. To be sure, it's true. Aye. Don't. Eh, uh, I phoned um, about two months ago. You won't remember. Um, I was absolutely high off my kite. I, re- I remember. Um, I don't know if you do. <clears throat> I do remember it, yes. <laughs> you did. And do you remember telling me, you know, so it's okay. Is it, is it okay to phone again if I'm not too boring? It's okay to phone, but I don't want you phoning if you're off your face, because it's boring, and you don't remember it, so it's a waste of my time. And it's unfair on you. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't take drugs. No, don't take drugs. No. Okay. Um, I'm trying to recommend a band to you that, you're, you're a late news though, aren't you? I know all the bands. I've got, I've got all the, I've got all the bands I need. I don't need any more bands. I'm uh, full of bands. Try this, man. <clears throat> mid-90s band. No, terrible era for music. Jellyfish. So I, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Delamitri. Oh. Delamitri. Mama, Mama, I love Delamitri. Of course you do. They're, they're yeah. your, um, they're, they're your country's finest. No, Mama, I love Delamitri. Who was, uh, do you remember Hue and Cry? Yeah. What did they sing? Oh, I... What uh, did they sing? I don't sing? know, but I wrote it in an exercise book once that Hue and Cry are crap. Oh. I don't know why. They wrote a song about called Looking for Linda, but I've got no idea... Never stop her... looking... Uh, Never stop looking for Linda. I'm looking out for Linda. Yeah. Try again, we get I'm looking for Linda. It starts like that, doesn't it? Never stop. Do it again. Never stop looking. Oh, we do you do the when I do the harmony, you jump to the harmony. I don't. Do you the, always do it. No, I'm trying to do the I'm harmony. I'm trained in harmonies. Would, if you play it back, you do the melody. Never stop looking. Looking. Never, Never stop looking. No, I didn't. I'm just doing the normal. Do I do it, but a little bit lower? Never stop I'm looking. looking. Never, Never stop, stop looking for Linda. It's got a bit ragger. I know right. why Linda's buggered off. <laughs> Bloody awful noise. Well, all right, Stephen. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> They're a little bit. Um, sort of slap. I'm looking for Linda. <laughs> looking for Linda. It's two of them, isn't it? Hugh and Cry. Yeah. Poor Cry. Smug git. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Let's have uh... I'm looking for, for Linda. Linda. Actually, that's not a terrible song. That's nice. Well, uh, it's, um, it's a great song. 
Well, we, we'll find out in a few few. So Fergal Sharky, mind. Oh, man. That was a recent rediscovery, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was that was great. Here we go. Here we go. Let's have a look. Always a bit um. Ah, baby. Ah, baby. Now. Here we go. Ah, baby. Now. Paul Young. Here we bit, go. Bit Kermit. Whack it up a little bit, Sam. What's he singing? <laughs> that sounds like Jesse's um, Jamaican accent from the comics, isn't it? He's doing that. So it's a mix of, of him in a train station, and then when he goes, <laughs> he sat, at, he sat <laughs> at the kitchen. I'm guessing that's Hugh. And he sat at the kitchen table with Cry, and Cry's on like a really crappy little keyboard on, that fits on the kitchen table. Just having a sob. And then it cuts back to him at the train station, where I guess he's <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking. Ah, <laughs> didn't There we go. Ah, didn't there. 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 Ah, didn't Oh, do you know who he looks like? Go on. John Leslie. Isn't it? <gasps> yes! John Leslie Jr., isn't it? Look, isn't it? I was not looking for Linda, but Linda found me. That was it. Linda found the knife and fork she cut a fringe with. I was not looking for Linda, but Linda found me. I like that fringe. Don't be so so harsh on people. (laughs) I was not looking for Linda, but Linda found me. I'm the slow train home. Just one more Oh, in the video, it's when they're at the kitchen table, they're writing the song. And then when he's at the train... Pack of ciggies. Oh, oh, no! What did she want? Oh, no, one pack of ciggies! Flippin' egg! Oh, she stole some money and one pack of ciggies. How many pounds did she steal? Long time ago. 35 pounds and one pack of ciggies. She spent 35 pounds on one pack of ciggies. I thought they were expensive now. No, she spent 35 pounds. Here's the thing. She's got to spend that money in Scotland because no one's going to accept that in England. It's legal tender, mate. She spent 35 pounds on one pack of ciggies. She used to work there a long time ago. She spent 35 pounds on one pack of ciggies. actually quite a good song, isn't it? Yeah. But now they're in the recording studio. You don't get any baby Lindas, do you? You don't get any baby pigeons. Or well, you must. That's because they, they they can't fly. What, Lindas? Yeah. 
smiled and then we saw her teeth. Oh dear. And drinking means only one thing. Whispered that she was too polite to say. The train door was jammed, but the time was... So she's drunk and he wants to have it off. She wants Some it. guy was holding her back from the window. I said a fine man. She said so Well, I could do better than you. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. That's actually quite Never good. Never stop looking. You ruined it. Hello, line three. You're on the wireless. Yes, good evening, Ian and Kath. Oh, it's you all crying. It's you all crying. <laughs> can't be both. Um, no, it was just, um, you were listening to the Hue and Cry track there. Aye. And what it is, the actual definitive... Uh, sitting behind it is that the singer actually um, uh, went on a train journey and he embarked upon a woman called Linda <laughs> and her escape for the £35 to get the ciggies was the train journey to get away from domestic violence. And so because he encountered her and spoke to her briefly on her way getting out of that he always looked out to see if she was okay. Afterward, um, ah. Hugh and Cry are actually two brothers, Pat and, I think it's Pat and Paul Kane. Which one's Hugh? Uh, but that, I, I couldn't honestly tell you which one is which, but it was two brothers. That, so are you telling that, that song is based on a true story? Yes, it is. Holy yes, shit, Do you know what? The best way to do it is get in touch with them and see if you can get them on the show. Because it, it touches on a lot of the things that you guys try and help out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad now for. Um, but I was laughing at Catherine, no, no, not the no. song. I, 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 but then that's the whole point. I mean, I'm not a big Pew and Cry fan, yeah. but that was quite sort of well known up up here in Scotland, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Because at the time when it came out, the sort of the eighties or late eighties, as it were, um, that there was a lot of things like that going on. And they wrote a song on the back of an experience that they had wow. encountered. Golly gosh. It's the same as, it's the same as our sort of poppy tune, Labour of Love. When you, if you look into it, and I know you don't want to. I'm, I'm looking a, into it. Talk, it educate me. There's a, there's possibility of the Labour of Love song is a guy trying his knackers off to keep his wife happy so much so. She thinks she's a trophy wife, and he's running about like a heedless chicken to keep her on board and wow. keep her in what she believes is the level of lifestyle she's accustomed to, and he's had enough of it. Wow. Well, David, you've educated us in uh, the... I, 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 I remember but, Hugh and Cry at the time, and I didn't like them, and I had a friend that was a really good, uh, big fan of them, and went and saw them, and I teased him. But uh, that, that looking for, I enjoyed that. That's a great song. Have a have a wee look into it a bit further. I mean, that's 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 what we 
we sort of knew of from up here because that that was the the sort of background to it. All and right. that, that is what had happened. Nice one. A, a young woman suffering domestic violence. And uh, Davey, I'm going to look into it, doing. and I, I appreciate your education in all the hue and indeed the cry. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Take care, guys. Thank you Bye. very much indeed. This was the other hit, of course. Thank you, Davey. I enjoyed that. I don't know anything. Here we go. Look at our land. Yeah. Oh. in my ball. I knew I'd get you. You were you were completely bored, and then I got you there. Yeah. I like these Scottish white soul boys. Wet, wet, wet. Another's another. another I can't remember how this goes. This must be like, like Sam hanging out with his mum and dad. This is what we're going to be like in the old people's home. We'll have sudden flashes. He's talking about withdrawing his labour. That's actually quite good. I quite enjoyed it's a that. tune. Turns out it was a jam. We had it all wrong. Stuff them. Stuff them. Stuff the ads. I want to go to line two. Good evening, line two. It's Hugh and Cry Night here on Talk Radio. What can we do for you, Hugh and Cry? Oh, Jesus. Wet like a baby. It's your turn. Hello? 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 Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not for much longer. Nigel, go in the kitchen, please, and lean over whatever you need to lean over so we can hear you. Hello, it's the curtains on, that's it. I've got one for the curtains to go off. Hang on. Hello? Hello? Oh, it's me. I thought you were talking, asking for someone else. No, no. Hey, well, it's you. We got you. What can we do for you tonight? What can we do for you tonight, caller? I just run up because my brother heard me, my brother has nerved me for a while. And, uh, they, they were a bit annoyed that I went on James Wells' show the other night. Why would they be annoyed at that? What's it got to do with them? Well, not, not annoyed, but they wondered why I went on James Wells. I just thought it would be, I should... You can go on whatever, you can go on, with, you can go on whatever show you want to go on. If your brother don't like it, tell him to shove it up his jacksy. <laughs> tell him it's got nothing to do with him. It's got nothing to do with him. No, his wife, his wife, uh, wondered why I went on it, you know. Okay, right, well, you, okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Have you had a good day? Uh, it's been all right. Up and down, itsy ketsy Oh, I'll tell you what's happened to me. My wheel collapsed on my bike. <laughs> the front wheel actually collapsed. Oh, no. <gasps> yeah, uh, and the tyre broke after that. So I had to walk home from Maystone, which is six miles. Walk home. And uh, I got a friend in, in the village where I live uh, to put a new wheel on the tyre on for me, and I'm going to pay him next week. So that was handy that I had him to help me. How much is that going to cost? So, only £30 for the whole lot, for the whole thing. That's not bad, really. You know, the, 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 a, new, a new wheel and a tyre. Yeah. Plus, he, he, he mended an inch tube that was broken as well. Yeah, OK. So, I mean, uh, 
I, I, I usually get a punch, but I've never had a wheel actually split. Yeah, you know where the brake. You know where the brake goes round it. The, in the groove. Yeah. In the groove that well, what happens was well, that bit wears sometimes, and and it can they can actually collapse. It's the first time I've had a wheel collapse like that. Yeah. Okay. All right, Nigel. Yeah, good job it wasn't me that collapsed. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? All right, Nigel. You got yeah, anything so, else you want to say before we move on? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. Sing along. No, I don't think I will. This is all radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Take all straight to air, 0344-499-1000. Line 1, you're on the wireless. Uh, hello, Ian, and hello, Kath. Hello, Line 1. What can we do for you tonight, please? Um, I just thought I'd ring in for a check-up, because last time I rang in, it was a bit of a broken mess down, down the phone. And yes. Uh, how are you doing now? Uh, less of a broken mess. There you go. So that's progress, I guess. That's progress. Heading in the right direction. Yeah. And distracting myself with gaming and things like that. You know. It's, what are you playing? Yeah. Funnily enough, I'm playing The Sims, <laughs> which is good. Let's play some Sims, boys. It, it, it's mindless distraction. You know, when you're just sort of randomly building a house, and it, you know, it gives you sort of a, a fantasy getaway where you know where you have a full time job and yeah, things like right, that. Yeah. You know, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Well, it was nice, you know, the next day, you know, I was to get out of bed to like seven o'clock in like the evening and I had lots of messages on Twitter from people. It was just, it's a good, good community of people out there and it was nice to have that, you know, it wasn't expected. Yeah, well, you're a good man, uh, CJ, and pe- a lot of people care about you. So, yeah. uh, well, hang in there. I am trying, yeah. yeah. Got to wait till like uh, the 20th to see my doctors, but one of them time of year you know where you're always time to see your doctors but what what can they do you know yeah yeah exactly hang in there man it's good to hear you sounding um considerably better than you did the the last time we spoke yeah yeah you you know when you have a moment like that does it do you ever feel like it's a blur like a sort of like you're in a trance with it and when you sort of come out of it you know the next day you're like what, what the hell happened there? Um, yeah, it was like, it was like, strange. Yeah. Well, you made it out the other side, man. One yes. foot in front of the other, and all those other cliches that actually are grounded in some form of reality. Yeah, they are. Of course Good. they are. All right. Hey, listen, man, nice to talk to you. I'm glad things are, uh, heading in the right direction. Let's go to line two, two, um, yeah, it was Hello? Hello, Ian. Yes? Hello, Ian. A quick question for you. Is this Hugh or Cry? <laughs> this, this is Hugh. Is it Hugh? Yeah. No, no, not from Hugh and Cry. Jesus. But, a Scottish fella called no, Hugh and he's... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not mucking your head. No, I'm not mucking your head. No, I'm just, I'm just going by the, um, your 100% record on the, um, Marconi question. When I ask you what Marconi... Scottish. Yes, Marconi plays the rumba. What Marconi... What? Marconi plays the rumba. 
Lumumba. Lumumba. Uh, no, yeah. plays, um, what's that, that girl's Lumumbo. name? Mumba. Louisa yeah. Mumbona. Samantha Mumba. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now, the qu- I got, the I, I, I got I Samantha uh, Mumbona. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, with a head of gear. Yeah. Anyway, um, hmm? what is Sylvia's surname? Sorry? What is Sylvia's surname? Oh, Sylvia's Mrs. mother? Uh, Mrs. Avria. <laughs> yes, yes, very good. Was well, that I, the question? I, I, oh, I, come I, on! Sorry, I look, I look, I'll try and get, I'll try and get, I'll try and get a more. I bet you Googled, I bet you Googled that as well, didn't you? No, I didn't. Yes, I you did. Yes, you did. You Googled I haven't got, a little Google I that. haven't got a computer that works, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah? You, I didn't Google it. Sounds not too much either. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, cat farted. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Is ASMR dead now? Is that gone? It feels like that moment. It feels like the ASMR. No one talks about ASMR. It's gone very quiet, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's actually quite good, yeah. It's all, it's, okay, the ASMR's gone very quiet very recently. Quiet, no one really talks about ASMR anymore. It was big. It was big. There was, um, what was that thing called? Fat cock. Where you would eat... Mukbang. Mukbang, sorry, sorry. Uh, fat cock's uh, my Pornhub username. <laughs> um, no, mukbang. Was... Bad cock. Sorry? Did you, did you say bad cock? No, I said fat cock. Sorry. It's okay. Who is this, please? Carry on. Uh, David Babcock on the way home from the shift. <laughs> Here's the thing, he works as a chicken sexer. So, uh, how many chickens no, did you no. sex? I don't sex chickens, I merely give birth to their eggs with them. Okay, I don't, I don't want to do another egg extravaganza because it's in, an embarrassment to everybody. What can we do no. for Daddy Dadcock? Can we just take a moment to appreciate the greatness of I Am I Said by Neil Demond? Um, I love that song. It took him 18 months to write it. He went away to write it. But there is that line that sits uncomfortably with me. The frog one. No, the frog one's nice. I Am I Said to no one there and no one heard at all, not even the chair. Oh, that no. line. Really? How long it took him to come up it, with that? It's a great song. It's about existentialism. It's about your place in, in the universe. It's about, um, you know, dreams and hopes and, and it's great. I am I cried. I am I said. I am a even though how. And they laid all. I once was a frog and I am a frog, but the names aren't right and we're Asians. We're Asians? No, we're Asians, he said. Oh. Right. Have, have you ever actually heard the song? Um, I heard it tonight. Okay, right, okay. Um, okay, well, sh- should, we, should we just have a moment to appreciate it then? You're going to play it? Can I hang up? No, I, we just sit here and appreciate it. Oh. 
Right. When? Now I'm doing it. I'm appreciating it now. Right. Uh. Uh. Don't appreciate it while you're doing that. I'm driving. Oh. I once was a frog in the name with a frog in the face, once a frog in the air. I am my friend. I am my friend. It is fine, the sun shines most of the time. And the feeling is laid back. Palm trees grow and rents are low, but you know it. Keep thinking about making my way back. Well, I'm New York City born and raised. But nowadays I'm lost between two shores. L.A.'s fine, but it ain't home, and New York's home, but it ain't mine no more. I am a sin to no one there, and no one hurt at all, not even the chair.
Leaving me lonely still L.A.'s fine, the sun shines most of the time Oh no No Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king? Hang on Oh Nobody's done that Except for the ah. names and a few other changes if you talk about me. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No. Fun fact. In uh, later life, he had Elvis' drummer. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that commando? <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's um, take this baby home and park it, shall we? Yes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. I'd like to deliver a tribute to Hugh and Cry. It is gonna withdraw my labour of life. Huh? Huh? Gonna strike for the right to get into your heart. Yeah. Gonna withdraw my labour of life. Huh? Huh? Gonna strike for the right to get into your cold heart. Ain't gonna work for you no more. Hello, thank you very much indeed, Gerald. 0344-499-1000. Call straight to F for the last ten minutes of the show. Thence about... What are you doing this weekend? Um. Ain't gonna work for you no more. more. Uh, I think there's a family party on Sunday. A family party. Ah, with cakes and streamers. So there might be some, um... Jelly. Yeah, and then I think there might be some uh, ice cream, Christmas tree action. Christmas, was, was, was shoving a thing at my bum. <laughs> Pardon me. Excuse me. No, I'm not going to do pops? that this time. I'm going to get a proper fairy. I was thinking of getting a Christmas tree, and now I think I can't be bothered. We'll see how you feel tomorrow. Ah, get lost. Hope yours. Aye. Let's wait for a call. Call's going to come. Carl's gonna come in. I feel a vibe. <sighs> Tired tonight. You sleep well. Got no builders coming around tomorrow morning. Coming out in the afternoon. You can have a lion, can you? Have a lion. I can let the cats out of the living room tonight so the cats can roam free around the house for the first time in ages. The, the babies haven't got the cat flu. Uh, cat, shut that cat flap. Uh, no builders coming tomorrow so everyone can, everyone can walk around. Like right. they own the place. Like they own the goddamn place. Have you still not showered? Sorry? You still not showered? Screw you. That is actually liable and that could stop me getting work. So you probably owe me about £50,000. I have showered. I used the showers down here despite the fact the security man said, oh, your pass won't get you in. I said, really? He said, yeah, your pass won't get you in. You've got a dirty pass. So I went, I, but I got him. So I showered at my ex's today. 
I showered at work last night. And I, but the first shower I had this week was Wednesday, and before that I hadn't showered since Friday. I just washed with a dirty flannel in lukewarm water, and I would wash my genitals and then my face. What? No, that's the wrong order. Well, here's, well, well, so what? So I do my face and then my genitals. Well, the next day, I'm still touching my face with my genital flannel. Don't you wash your flannel? Do you mean wash it? If I'm using it to do me pits and bits and I wash the flannel afterwards. But what do you mean wash it? Well, put it in the washing you know, machine. Like soap and water. I put it in the in the water and squeeze it. That I dumped that. I dumped that. Well, line, I've got to make sure that I dump it from the podcast. Line one, you're on the wireless. Is that me? Yes, it's you. Hey, um, it's Craig Neal speaking. Let's test your memory. How are you, sir? You're a singer, and you um, you sing Neil Diamond songs. Uh, you are first class. My and I've not spoken to this guy class. for. I've not spoken to you for about ten years. I know when I came into the studio and sang some songs for this you. This guy and is great, the, uh, and we were going to record Sweet Caroline together, and it never happened. I remember that. This guy's great. We Craig Neal is great. He's pr- proper. I'm not even doing the thing now. This guy is <laughs> almost as good a singer as I. Oh gosh. Yeah. High praise indeed, oh, Craig. Are you, Craig? We haven't spoken. It's about uh, nine, ten years, isn't it, since we've spoken? I know. I'm sorry. I've not been in touch. You left the other station. I didn't know where you Let's went. Come back. And and then I was driving home one day, and I thought I'm gonna just flick through the channels, oh, no, and lo and behold, there you were. I was like, finally, I found my favourite favourite yeah, presenter. You could have googled and, it. Yes. Uh, you could have googled me, you, you asshole. Hey, what are you doing, man? Are you still uh, singing? Uh, are you still working? Yeah, I'm on my way home from a gig right now, and I just put the radio on, and and I heard something about I am. I said, I thought, oh, that's the perfect excuse to catch up with Ian. Well, uh, we've been celebrating the magic of Manilow tonight, because I'm really getting into Barry Manilow, some great songs. But then um, we had uh, this creepy, this really weird, creepy, horrible guy phone up, but remind us that I am, I said, by Neil Diamond is one of the great all-time songs, apart from that line about the chair. Um, What did you sing tonight? (laughs) Give me me some of your set list from tonight, Craig. Okay, well, I've got a new show. I wasn't doing it tonight, but I've got a new show that's called The Brooklyn Boys, oh. which is the music of Barry Manilow and Neil Simon. Oh, yes! The Zeitgeist uh, is I'm strong just, with this one. Well, I'm trying to get that off the ground. I'm just de- debating whether to take it on a tour with a with a band or 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 just stick to backing tracks for the. Well, time. here's the yeah, thing. Here's tonight. the thing. You you know, with a band, it's going to be infinitely better. But you also yeah. know, with a band you got to pay the band. And y- yeah. y- you, you know, and I get that thing. It's that, it's, it's, you still do a great show with backing tapes because you, you, you're great. But it's that thing of, do you want to, you know, you've got to compromise. You want a great, really great show with a live band because there ain't nothing like a live band. Or do you want to earn some money and, you know, and put some food on the table? There you go. That's the dilemma. It is, exactly man. Exactly right. I've done, I've done the shows with the big 12-piece bands and, wow. and all the backing singers and dancers, and that's been amazing. But you're right, it comes down to, to what makes the most money. And sometimes people just want to hear the voice. They want to hear them, yeah. the song sung and they're not too fussed whether there's a band or not. You know, yeah. I'm not sure where to go with it. But uh, tonight's show, I've done a song, it's really weird. My, I've got a, since I've seen you, I've got married, I've got two kids now. Wow. And I'm my five-year-old son, my five-year-old wow. son is nuts on Barry Manilow. Wow, well so done, funny. you. He's in the car. 
and he gets in the car and he asks for, he doesn't ask for the, the Mandy's or the One Voice or I write the song, he asks for the more obscure songs. Go on, what's he who asking needs for? The dream and he asks for Who Needs to Dream, wow. um, his version, Elvis, uh, the version he's done of Elvis's If I Can Dream, yeah. and he's actually, he's actually got me into a song which I, I've known for years, but I, I listened to it, I thought this could be a great song in the set, and I sang it tonight. It's a song called Brooklyn Blues. Oh, it's from the Manilow Jazz album. Okay, I don't and know that. Really, really. Uh, and did it go down well in the set? It went down brilliant. I opened the set with uh, Barry White, just the way you are, yeah. and then and yeah. then I went into this Brooklyn Blues, and it's got a really cool vibe. And people don't know it's not a famous Manilow song, but they kind of start clicking their fingers and getting into it. It's 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 great. It's a great song. Check it out. Hey, since, well, since we last spoke, I got married, had two kids, and got divorced, and uh, had several nervous breakdowns. So sounds like yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I heard <laughs> I heard that there was there was some sort of things going on with you, and I was like. I was gutted for you because you're a great guy. Aye. And I really appreciate when you when you brought me into the studio that time. Craig, let me tell fun. you, man. I let me tell you. Sure. The number of people that and cattle vouch for this. The number of people that phone me up or come to our live shows and go, "Oh, I used to call you," and I kind of have a blank face of panic of like, yeah. "I ain't going to remember this." Straight away, I got. <laughs> I, I remember this guy. This guy had talent, like proper talent. Well, you're going to have to come to a show. You're going to have to come to one of the one of the venues. Oh, I would love to come up on stage both and sing with you, Craig. I don't think that's what he, he, was, what he was saying. Well, that's no. what he was saying. Craig, that's what he was saying. He invited me to a show to sing on stage with him. Everybody heard it. That is now a contract in this business. I would love to come that up on stage it. and sing a song with you. Legal and binding. Legal yeah. and binding. And we should record Sweet Caroline. Do I'm it. working with a new producer. Yeah. I'm working with a new producer. I'm in. Absolutely first class. And, and, and I'm going to say to him, if you're up for it, I'm up for it. We'll do a version of Sweet Caroline, and I'll, I'll email you. Hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, Craig. I'll tell you something, right? My friend Catherine, who is sat, she's that lady. That's she's, me. Hello. She's sat right over there, right? Hello, darling. She has got a set of pipes that um, are blocked, and you do probably as well. No, I'm joking. She, she can sing, my friend. She does a mean share. And right. uh, not so mean, Silla Black, <laughs> a cruel Silla Black. <laughs> she doesn't mean she, she can sing, man. Get us in. We'll come in and do a song with you. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just go and do something. I'll speak to my producer and do it. Have a laugh one afternoon. Hey, so nice we'll, to hear we'll you, man. Have a laugh called Vinny. I remember Vinny. Vinny popped up a while ago and then we sort of had a falling out because he was a bit rude to me so I told him to jog on. But Vinny, Vinny calls in from time to time still. Do you know what? You are the only person I listen to the radio. You have had me in tears of laughter Sounds so many joy. times like you know, going back when I, when I used to listen to you on the, on the other place, you know. Yeah. And now I'm so pleased that I found you again and I love listening to you guys. Both of you, you're fantastic and I want to say thank you so much oh, for making me laugh so much because I love what you guys do. All right, oh, I'm going to cut you off now, Craig, because now you've been a bum lick. I okay. liked it. Nice. Well, you can. <laughs> hey, it's nice to talk to you, man. That's really lovely. That's that's, um, that's uh, lovely. That's made my night. That's remembered him straight away. I'm proud of myself. Thanks for saying about my pipes. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's that's private matter. Plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the good. He's 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 like proper belts him out. Beautiful. Belts him out. He's great. He is great. Let's try probably the last call of the uh, evening. Um, this well, it, it, may, it might not be. Hang on, it might not be. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. 
the clock, I'm Catherine Boyle. Uh, let's go to line <laughs> two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, um, just want to say thank you to Kath. Oh. What for? I hung on in there and it got better. Oh. It's Christina. Christina, well done. Yeah, no, thank you so much for your advice. And from what you said, it did actually get better. So I just wanted to go up and say thank you. Well, right. Christina, thank you. You're good. It's nice to hear from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We didn't get... Well, we have got time to do this. Uh, a student teacher has spoken about how she got a vibrator stuck up her backside during <laughs> sex. I Emma, think we know how that happens. Emma Phillips, a mother of one... She First fell on it. thought boyfriend Lee had hidden the vibrator under a pillow as a prank, but then when she pressed down on her stomach, she felt a buzzing inside her. Mm. They tried to remove it using a fork handle. Hang on. And she hadn't noticed it had gone up. And fork handles. And barbecue prongs. Flip it. But all efforts failed. She was rushed to hospital to have the sex toy taken out, and now Emma wants to warn people. Yeah. <laughs> wants to warn you, Martin. Yes, I'm glad Not to be afraid uh, of getting yeah. help in embarrassing situations. She said, we were looking around the bed in case it had fallen out. When I leaned on my stomach, I could feel it vibrating. It was stuck low down and at one point was even wedged behind my hip. Mm. Um, he tried, when that happens. He tried a kitchen fork handle, which so we won't be done. using again, and said he could <laughs> feel it at one point, but it was too far up. It was a goner. Mm. He tried barbecue prongs too after a certain point. <laughs> after an hour of trying, we knew we were going to go to hospital. Uh, what paper was that in the Financial Times? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they um, did the Channel Tunnel, isn't it? One of those. Sorry, I thought that was an important story. Yeah, well, it is. I'm glad you brought that to us. Yeah, 15 seconds have goals and stuff. I've been doing this for 40 years. I'm for 40 tired. years, I've been going, you know, oh, I'm too tired now. You still I can't, can't get drop. the right time, so I'm going to be listening <laughs> on the way home. This is Good for radio. you. We are Talk Radio.